No, they like you particularly. They I don't know just... how it works. Well, I like them, but I like her, but I don't necessarily always feel the need to be in the room with her. I mean, we're all of us married. Yes. And no. we're all utter chuds. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll just count our blessings. already written like all these fucking songs for it so he just put it out anyway and played down the association with 1984 you know never mind that there's a track called 1984 and a track called big brother you know little thing Uh, but uh 1984 wound up being a pretty good disco hit for uh um oh what's uh proud mary um Tina tina turner yeah for tina turner how's it go um, someday they won't let you. Now you must be free. The times they are a changing, and the changing isn't free. You've read it in the tea leaves, and the tracks are on TV. Beware the savage jaw of 1984. 1984. It's got this great like. Oh. No, no, that's that's the big tune to Night Rider. <laughs> <laughs> How come you'll sing the guitar but not the singing? It doesn't really go like because I can't disrespect Turner Bowie. I can't disrespect David Bowie. It's like one of my greatest. I hate. I like core of my being. Hate, hate Kurt Cobain. Like at, at the very center of my. And it's yes, I don't like his music. And yes, I think Courtney did the right thing. And yes, <laughs> they. Wow, 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 wow. That man. Look, that man destroyed fashion for my generation. Destroyed it. Absolutely obliterated it. You look at every generation that came before mine. You know, you have that new wave weird shit in the 80s. And yeah, it was fucking strange, but at least it was creative. And you go back to the 70s and glitter and and all that makeup. And you go back to the 60s. And yeah, and all that shit. And then these fuckers show up in flannel. (laughs) I had no idea you were so committed to fashion. I'm not. I'm not. I just, I hate the fact that, like, you know how every generation looks back on their youth and says, God, what were we thinking when we dressed this way? Yeah. 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 yeah, But this is truly embarrassing. Well, they look back on the other generations and think, what were we thinking? But you can't ask that question for your generation because clearly nobody was thinking. Nobody was thinking. It took no thought, no mental investment. But I did like their, their one hit, Smells Like Jonathan Holmes. (laughs) <laughs> but to bring it back to, to why I truly hate Kurt Cobain, mm. oh, sure. he mumbled his way through <laughs> The Man Who Sold the World. Oh, yeah. And it was a beautiful acoustic rendition. You know, they did a great job in terms of the performance, but who the fuck mumbles through a Bowie song? That's just like a crime. I understood him. Something about the stairs and <laughs> uh, uh-huh. f- yeah. feeling good but calm or something. I gazed into my eyes. It's great. I gazed a gazeless stare. Oh, see, now you're singing. Millions here, we must have died alone a long, long time ago. Wow. Yeah. You just did that. So you will. I love him so much. (laughs) Weird episode of Podjoy. It kills me. Kills me to see him so maligned. By someone yeah. who, you know, wasn't like, he wasn't like, 
Cobain was untalented. I think he poorly focused his talent. But yeah. you direction. wouldn't sing the other song, but you'll sing the song that Kurt Cobain In a sang. way. Oh, 1984 is pretty hard. In I, a way, mm-hmm. what Kurt Cobain did to the man who sold the world is what Gearbox did. <laughs> to aliens. <laughs> to aliens, colonial marines. Or at least 25% of aliens colonial yeah the 25 percent they could be fucked to develop <laughs> let's get started oh okay, <laughs> okay sure. let's get started we're waiting weeks for this we weren't started already on alan's colonic melons <laughs> that is what i call it because i'm clever alan's colonic i get it yeah yeah Sorry. it's it's yeah. it's based on an idea i've got for you jonathan um oh. hear me out yeah. <laughs> only joking Let's talk about Aliens Cody on the read. Sure, you reviewed it. Oh. It's a low score. Ooh. Two, 2.5? I can't remember. Ha cha 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 cha. <laughs> that was a Durante you just did. Yeah. Mm. I lie, Colonial Marines. <laughs> it looked pretty good. Videos, screenshots, in theory, yeah. everything yeah. they were saying about it. Whoa, Aliens! What? Incorrigible mistruths. That's what. That's a bit of a stretch, that one. But we'll just keep <laughs> sure. knocking them out. We'll just sure. keep knocking them out because it's all I can do to avoid doing what ten thousand game reviewers did Tuesday, Tuesday morning, and okay. say game over, man, game over. Oh right. Don't do that in your reviews. It, it, do a film reference if you want, but you know everyone's doing game over, man, game over. I did get away from this bitch. I was clever. Mm. Oh, I, when I, I people say bad. game over, man, game over, oh, I liked your bird. But when people say game over, <laughs> man, game over now, it just reminds me of the last guy who said it. And when he said it, it reminded me of the last guy who said it exactly. before him. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a reference to references now. It's a virus in that way. It right. self-replicates, like in the film Pontypool. But... Pontypool? Uh, Pontypool... Uh, it's a great film, Pontypool. It's kind of a zombie film, but not quite. And even though that in itself sounds like an incredibly tired cliche, a zombie mm. film, but a bit different. <laughs> hey, uh, it's genuinely like haunting. That film, it's fucked up Is and it funny. Sick people that are troubling, or dead it's, people that are sick. It's it's hard to explain. It, yeah. it people get sick, but in a very odd way. But Check it out. It's on Netflix, Amazon Video, Pontypool. Great film. But, yeah. So don't say Game Over Man in your reviews of Aliens games. Okay, I know it's a game and that Hudson says Game Over, but don't do it. You're full. You're bloody full. Um, the best one I heard was a reply someone posted to the Guardian review where someone did it in the form of a little scripted sequence of someone saying to Gearbox, how many uh, quality AAA games have you shipped? And Gearbox replies with 38 simulated. How many genuinely good ones have you shipped? Two, not including this one. And that's Borderlands 1 and 2? I'm guessing. But it works very well. That's a good Aliens reference. Oh, yeah. That's a good Aliens reference. Game Over Man? No. It's the only way to be sure? No, don't do it. But mostly... They are mostly bad at games, mostly. No, don't do it. That's a little one. I like that one a little bit. Um, 
Eggy, Damn. eggy, aliens bad. Don't do that one. What's wrong with that one? Can you use get away from her, you bitch? Oh, I... Because I used get away from this bitch as the tagline for my review. Oh, that's acceptable. Only when I do it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No one else can do it, please. Thank you. Uh, So anyway, Aliens Colonial Marines. I am livid. Yeah, you're upset. How dare you? Jonathan Holmes. What did I do? How dare you not develop a better Aliens game? How fucking dare you sit there doing nothing while bad aliens games are made? Oh, I'm Jonathan Holmes. I'm up in my tower. Look at me. I don't have time to make an aliens game that's reflective of the franchise. I'm too busy working in a mental hospital with drug addicts. I'd rather spend time with them than in making Jim's dreams come true. Look at me helping society. Ooh, helping society. What? Instead of, I... instead of helping the greatest science fiction franchise of our time. What? It's that bad that the game is not good? I mean, there's a lot of bad Aliens games. At the end of the day, Jonathan, you, with almost zero experience in making video games. Pretty much. You've done yeah. some sprite art, I believe. Um, uh-huh. Oh. With with indie stuff, but almost mm. zero could have done better. At, <laughs> yeah, at, I think at, you're qualified. Than Gearbox, and what is it they say? With great being better at making aliens games comes great responsibility, and you, sir, have shirked your duty, and it is your fault that Uncle Ben is stabbed. <laughs> Uncle Ben Uncle, from Spider Man. Uncle Ben's spicy meat drink. <laughs> That's what he does, isn't it? Doesn't Uncle Ben do the spicy meat drinks? Uh, I don't think so. And that is why it is funny when when he is in Spider-Man as well, because it sounds like the thing you put on rice. What do you put on rice? Uncle Ben's spicy meat drink! Oh, that's right. That Uncle Ben. Yeah, Uncle Ben's hot piss. (laughs) That sounds (laughs) terrible to drink or eat. Uh, So what's so bad about this Aliens games? There's aliens, you shoot them. Should be good. No. What happened? Oh, it's bad. Yeah? Uh, I actually just put up a, an emergency uh, emergency gymquisition that just hit the escapist as we record this, oh. in which I take the 10-minute walkthrough Gearbox did um, and record my own voice over Randy Pitchford's lies, um, where the footage is 90... I want to say 90... It's more than 98% not real. Whoa. They, they show stuff... Almost completely that's not in the game. The only bit that's that's from the game is literally three seconds in a room where you're shooting aliens. You do so shoot aliens said- in that room. And the rest is all bullshit. Like, like just cu- whole uh, cutscenes. Whole cutscenes that aren't in the game. Uh, that are in this demo. Um, the power... Well, why, didn't, huh? why didn't they put them in the game? The, the, the cutscenes. So Who they were knows? made. There's all sorts of, of rumours going around. I mean, the, the, the prevalent rumour is that Gearbox couldn't be fucked um, because it was too busy concentrating on Borderlands and so made Timegate Studios, whose most prestigious title is the decent but not AAA Section 8. Um, they gave it to them to do. And from the rumours going around, Timegate took everything Gearbox did and threw it out. And, and, and did their own thing. But they're not very good 
at making <laughs> aliens games it turns out um so it was just this piss poor thing and, and i oh god even oh does it change I, i'm having uh, a d- breakdown <laughs> i well, want to understand there's, yeah. there's there's a, a thing um someone on reddit claiming to have been employed at gearbox uh at least during some point of uh this development time uh, it was basically, you know, it, it's, it sounds like Gearbox put themselves in a position where uh, they didn't anticipate the success of Borderlands 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanted to get Borderlands 2 out to market and couldn't meet their commitment for uh, Colonial Marines. Mm-hmm. And kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until they were just backed into a corner. Um, that's, that's the sense I get from just the rumor mill m- moving around that's what it's the most realistic scenario i can paint for why this went so terribly wrong and then sega came out and said absolutely not something like that right like no right. it was not that what happened something at, at else rate, happened with yeah. the shit that's gone down sega might not have even known <laughs> that, that gearbox <laughs> did this um i mean just you hear this stuff like it was suggested that that sega was at one point close to suing Gearbox, and I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, and we ended up with another Silicon Knights epic thing going on. Mm. Um, I think Robert Florence said earlier today, like, if he was at Sega, he would be making very sure that Gearbox wasn't taking the development budget for Aliens and using it to prop up Borderlands. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised at this point. I mean, no one can say what went down, but for... Six years they took on this fucking thing, and mm. the game is so far from finished. I mean, what game forgets to include jump animations for certain playable characters? Do they just suddenly? It's just enter playing the as air? the playing as the spitter. Like I press the jump button and it jerks for a second, and then it is in the air. Um, <laughs> transitions from ceilings to walls as the alien don't work. Uh, the camera goes out of control. There's no real animation to get them from the ceiling to a wall. And sometimes they'll just drop off. And this is the multiplayer. This is the bit that Gearbox allegedly had the biggest hand in. Uh, you go on to the campaign, which, as I say, bears no recognizable similarities with the stuff that was being shown in screenshots and trailers and demos. And it's just this incomplete alpha builds that's what it feels like like the sound effects are low the the sense of weight to and anything is not there when you shoot a xenomorph you can see it happening you can see the gun muzzle flash you can see the alien fall over it doesn't feel like the two events are connected um and i've had this feel in in alpha builds before where there's a lot of placeholder animations and placeholder sound effects um and it gives this almost um no pun intended, alienating effect where it, it feels like everything's disconnected and all these elements are dancing around each other but never directly touching. Mm. Except, whereas, whereas that's normally in very early game um, uh, stages, it's just the game. It just it feels like an alpha build. And I do not say that lightly. I mean, thing. Things like that, like, oh, obvious beta and stuff get thrown around a lot and very rarely carry with them much uh, meaning. But I truly mean it when I say that. People are buying it and telling me that they've decided to like it. It's interesting, the, this new world we're in. It's so different than the world that I 
grew up with and, and I'm accustomed to, where people bought a thing, played it, and then decided if they liked it. These days, people pre-order something, decide they will like it, read a review, decide they won't like it, then decide they should like it because they want to, buy it, play it, don't like it, and then stop playing it and say, I liked it because I want to. <laughs> it's like, what happened to just liking a thing or not? But it's a totally... It's a weird situation. Totally Sorry, different. Sorry, you lost but me pe- pre-order. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but people have decided to just have fun playing it, even though they see that it's just wasn't hey, really... Hey, you know, finished. more power to them. More power to him. Yeah, if I, you can find a way to have fun with that, you know, that's great. I remember being a kid at Christmas and opening up presents and playing with the box all afternoon, and it's great fun. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, I feel shortchanged, and I had a review copy. I didn't spend $60 on it. Um, mm. I mean, I, I, I only have my experience to go on. I can't tell you to like a game or hate a game. I wouldn't impose on anyone's life like that. If you enjoyed the game, I envy you truly envy you uh, because obviously i'm a massive aliens fan i wanted this to be the aliens game that i've always wanted and far from that it was one of the worst aliens games i've ever played and that truly demoralizes me i was truly de- i was so sad uh, after i beat the five hour campaign and felt utterly lied to and insulted i picked up my ipad and the lock screen uh, is a painting of an alien queen, and I replaced it. Wow! I was. This is my survival story, guys. <laughs> this is my pain. Like you just, you just couldn't bear to look at yeah. it anymore. I took my expensive magic electronic window from the future, and sad in my in my poverty, in my emotional poverty replaced it with a picture of Tregard, the host of 90s and 80s TV show Nightmare. That is my pain. That is my struggle. (laughs) Hashtag one reason why. (laughs) Come on, guys. Uh, But no, in all seriousness, I am truly upset by this as as, as a big Aliens fan. Um, Again, to, to add some perspective, I will buy almost anything with a xenomorph on it, or xenomorph related. Uh, I love paraphernalia. I mean, I, I just look to my side and, and, you know, there's a fucking dog alien that I bought for $500. It doesn't do anything. It's just sat there looking at me, laughing at the money I wasted. But it's there. And it's got latex rubbery skin. It is kind of awesome. You're uh, happy to see it. Yeah. It's up there. I mean, it brings me joy. I got all my Kenner aliens, the, the the Kenner toys from the nineties. Killer crab alien, gorilla alien, alien king. None of it makes sense. Doesn't have to. It's okay. Um, Palisades alien that a uh, 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 I guess a Jimquisition viewer or a Podtoid listener um, purchased for me at, uh, for my birthday, which made me very happy. And sticking out my desk out of the little hole you normally thread wires through is a big plush chest burster. Um, you know, my office is this demented child's playroom. Um, and a lot of it is alien stuff. Uh, but the collector's edition of Colonial Marines that I really wanted for the statue, I'm not, I didn't get, and I won't get, because absolutely zero cent of my bank account will in any way go toward directly funding 
anyone who had a hand in, in that sham of a game, that absolute farce of a game. And that is that. What do you what do you <laughs> what do you make of the people though that they kind of decide similar to Nicolas Cage's character in Adaptation. I don't know if you remember that movie when he's out in the swamp with his brother who's also played by Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Cage number 2 says to Nicolas Cage number 1 you know that girl in high school never liked you but you were so nice to her and tried to get her to go out with you and as soon as you walked away uh, she'd make fun of you. And he'd be like, I don't care. She can't take my love away. I'm going to love her no matter what she's like. And people are like that with video games, too. They're like, I wanted to like this game. I've been thinking about it for six years, so I bought it. And it sucks, but I'm just going to think it's good <laughs> and have fun. And then tell everyone it's good. And all I know it's bad, but I, I, and I shouldn't like it. But they just kind of they put enough of themselves into it, I guess, that they force the fun to happen. Almost like an abused child who just, like, sings nursery rhymes to themselves during getting slapped in the face? I don't, I don't know. I mean, there are there are games and films and TV shows that I know are bad, but I still get fun out of them. Well, um, you can tell that the craftsmanship is shabby or something, but there's, there's something in there that resonates with you, connects to you, so you're like, oh, the feeling is a genuine good feeling I'm getting from Dark Shadows right now, or something like that. But this just sounds like you're not even... All you get from it is the feeling that you are being asked to play a game that they didn't even bother to finish and took a property that you love and didn't show any respect to it and slapped together an amateurish, uninspired piece of crap. That's how it sounds. Well, who knows? I mean, like my personal view is that Gearbox deserves no reward and an actual, and an actual punishment for what it's done. Mm. Um, you know in some way, shape, or form. Like, if I, if I learned that Sega was going to sue them for what that product turned out to be, I, you know, I'd feel bad for maybe the people at Gearbox who actually did give a shit while working on it. I'm sure there were many. But as a company, I would not weep over that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm not one to tell anyone what to do with their money. Sure. It's, you know, I... A big fan of the consumer's absolute individual right to do what they want with their wallet. So, if you, if you bought Colonial Marines and you're happy with your purchase, well done. And I don't mean that patronizingly. I'm honestly jealous. I'm sure. honestly jealous that, that people got the Aliens game they wanted or at least enjoyed. They can force themselves to like it. So I'm told. I'm yet to hear anyone... For whatever reason, I'm really interested in what people think about video games. So I'm checking everybody, like, hey, how do you guys like the game? And I'm like, oh, it's... I'm not going to let their failure to make a good game ruin my fun. It's like the, the repeated statement. It's <laughs> an interesting way to, uh, to claw victory from the jaws of defeat. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, Isn't it's... The, uh, the DLC being handled by Demiurge? Really? That's what I... I think I, I, think I read knows. that. Some... I think it's at the point that they're not even being handled like, by game companies anymore. They've, like, got, I think they've got one... Nepper to do it and fucking well, but, the Hello Kitty company. But Demiurge <laughs> could be good. They do good... They're, they're a good... Um, like, uh, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Um, supplemental developer. 
they they've produced a lot of DLC content and uh, and ports and things that have turned out quite well. I mean, and, and they're the shoot many robots guys, and I love that game. So oh, yeah, it's hopeful, great. but at this point, it shouldn't matter. Uh, no, it shouldn't matter. To, the to, game shouldn't sell well enough that they be able to sell the DLC. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, what they they the season pass for the DLC is is what thirty forty dollars on top of oh my sixty. God. I mean, really? it's. Wow. I, if you've spent sixty dollars on Colonial Marines as it is, the DLC shouldn't be out, shouldn't have the goal to ask for money. It should not mm. have the sheer bull-faced nerve to ask for money. Absolutely not. It makes me worried for Sega, in particular. Yeah. I've been worried about Sega for a while, anyway. Um, I mean, not that they made the game, but yeah. what what kind of management do they have if that's how this whole thing was? Well, I mean, it, it's such a mess. I From the things I've heard all around, be it Reddit, Kotaku, other sources and stuff, you could write a novel on this game's development. And it's a novel I'd read. I would read a Making of Colonial Marines book. I'm sure it would be vastly entertaining, a lot more than the game. Mm. Um, it's just fascinating, everything that, that's come to light. Uh, but Gearbox, I, I mean, they've damaged everything and everyone involved with this. Mm. The the shoddiness of the game has absolutely damaged the credibility of the Aliens brand, which as a game brand wasn't doing that hotly at the moment. You know, the last few games didn't really set the world on fire. And um, the movies, you know, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem, that wasn't helping. Um, nah. But Aliens still has a lot of love. Um, you know, myself is evidence there, and, and the property is still very popular. Um, Sega includes it as one of their four pillars of, of properties that they are focusing on now um, to the exclusion of others because it is such a, a powerful brand for them. But mm. Gearbox's just amateur fanfiction fumbling has absolutely dented that brand, the quality and, and value of that brand as far as I'm concerned. Um, Sega as well. It, it's certainly damaged Sega's reputation. Um, as you say, you're worried about what their management's like. I'm sure yeah. others are like, how could they let this happen? Mm -hmm. um, Sega, of course, is more prominent uh, as the publisher than the developer's going to be to uh, the average customer. So they're going to think Sega made this shit game. So that's mm -hmm. damaged them. Or and, they at least uh, approved it. I mean, yeah. someone at Sega was like, yep, ship it. And uh, Dan Stapleton at... at um, PC Gamer pointed out quite rightly that, that Gearbox have damaged themselves as well. Oh, sure. After hearing all this, after seeing how bad the game is and hearing what the development was like and, and what Gearbox has, has allegedly done to Sega um, in terms of dicking them around, who's going to want to work with them? Mm. I mean, okay, they're, they're, they're living high off that uh, fat Borderlands loot and 2K must obviously like them, because uh, Borderlands 2 did so well. So they've got a future there, but what, what are their prospects everywhere else? What if Borderlands dries up now? I mean, I can't think of, of anyone foolish enough to want to get into bed with them after this one. Sure. And nobody likes to make something that then sucks. I mean, I, I know I sure don't. Yeah, uh, and I mean, they're going to have to put up... Uh, well, I mean... I think the right thing to do is if they think that, you know, if they can admit that the game's not very good, mm. that would be the right thing yeah. to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I, I don't think they can do the right thing. 
And so they'll have to put on a happy face and grit their teeth. But there's absolutely no possible way my mind could actually um, make the, the, the logical – it couldn't accept logically that the people who work there as a whole or even a majority – who played Aliens Colonial Marines thinks it's a good game. I just yeah. can't. It that's, doesn't seem it's possible. It's such a bad feeling to ship something that you know sucks right. and doesn't meet your standards and reflects badly on you and just makes the world a worse place. And I'm saying that's that because I think highly of the people that I know who work at Gearbox. Yeah, me And too. I think that they are smart people with an excellent uh, you know, I- idea of what good design is. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's a good one from NeoGAF. Falians colon latrines. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but yeah, back on subject. Uh, obviously, Gearbox at the moment are maintaining total radio silence. Mm. Um, no one's been talking about this. Um, and I'm just... I'm already angry, but it's kind of been a... I'm, I'm in a, a cold anger. It's a cold, collected, calculated rage. Like a Paul Abdul kind of... Which I can handle. I can handle this. If Randy Pitchford goes on Twitter and does what he did with Duke Nukem Forever, with that, it's sold a fuckload anyway, so who cares what people actually think of the game? If we get that showboating bullshit again, I might just... Not just burn bridges, but absolutely... I'll eat you, the wood and burn myself. You may not be able to be held responsible for your actions. Is that maybe is that not? At least, well, my words. I don't want to threat actual threat people with threaten people with acts. But I may not be responsible for the things that come out of my mouth or my my fingers on keyboards with anger and speaking. You uh, hear that, Randy? Yeah. There you go. I'll say things about really you wanna, on the internet. Really want to destroy Jim Sterling once and for all. <laughs> Someone uh, on Twitter, they're already asking Podtoid questions. They, they are excited about it. Particularly the subject, so I'll just chime in with one. Ossifrakrat, hopefully I said that right, Kyle S., wants to know if we saw uh, EGM's review of Aliens. Mm-hmm. I think they gave it a really high score. 9 out of 10. Really? That's really almost perfect. 9 out of 10, and um, Brandon Justice... Don't know, I don't know what game he played. <laughs> Brandon Justice believes it's like a fitting homage to Aliens, which shocked me because I just saw a game wiping its ass on Aliens gleefully. Uh, but again, like the guys that decided to like the game, whether it was good or not. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm a little intestinal thing little, going on little, there. Little, <laughs> little, <laughs> little have a little difficulty getting this out. Even is, yeah. is that. <laughs> Few but no, cuts. yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's entitled to his opinion. Absolutely. And and I, I mean, the review itself, I didn't feel as though the opinion that he was expressing was a reflective of what I experienced at all. No. Um, and and I don't think that his score became justified by the text of the review. Well, the text of the review. I mean, I'll I'll defend the guy's opinion, but the 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 text of the review was a bit. Mm. Like, I've, you didn't like the way it was written, or just it, was, it sounded it, like a 9 out of 10? It was... It sounded very... I, I can't... Any adjective I come up with it will sound wrong. Will sound like an attack. Right. Um, but it... It, 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 like it just sort of glossed over. It was, yeah, it was it, very it, surface level. 
It was, it was very... like going and watching a film that stars Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Sounds good. So you're like, I saw it. Dolph was in the movie. He killed the guys. But anything right. else is, yeah, anything else might as well not have happened. Now uh, fill that with praise. <laughs> yeah. That's your filler. Uh, filler is praise. That's perfect. That's that's a perfect uh, representation. Uh, obviously, a lot of people were saying paid off um, money. Yeah, I don't think that's I the don't, case at all. It, I don't think that's the case. Um, obviously, these things look... They can look suspect. Uh, but whatever. The guy clearly liked it. Um, you know, maybe he's an Aliens fan who just appreciates Aliens in a different way than myself. Mm. Um, you know, I... In my review, I pointed out how Aliens takes the masculine, macho, space marine, grunt-grunt attitude and then just dumps on it and, and makes fun of it and destroys it and mm. shows you how a cowboy cavalier attitude absolutely falls apart when you face a real problem, uh, mm. which is one of my favorite aspects of Aliens. Um, and my big problem with Colonial Marines was they took the, the hoorah to ashes, jicks and dicks, hoorah, attitude, and then just thought that was brilliant and they didn't do anything else it, with it. I mean, it was, it was totally Lou Abbott. Or, yeah. <laughs> it, just... it was, they, they just thought, oh, that's brilliant. Hudson's brilliant. Um, let's just do stuff like that instead of what, what Aliens was doing, which was like, yeah, Hudson's funny, but he's worse at dealing with shit than a little girl because mm. deep down he's all talk and it's just ultra-masculine bluster. Uh, but Colonial Marines just says, this is ultra-masculine bluster. Hoorah! <laughs> Fuck, do it! Uh, and then they Doesn't just this make it. you feel motivated to shoot aliens in the face? Yeah. And, and which they somehow know uh, what they are without being introduced to them. I love that. Like, these Marines yeah, don't... they immediately know about the Xeno threat. Yeah, they've never met the Xenomorphs before, but in one encounter, after one encounter, and without conferring with HQ, they start calling them Xenomorphs, and even know enough to designate different names. I'm talking in the first five minutes, they're starting pointing out things like, Oh, there's a lurker! And it's like, how do you know that's a fucking lurker? They do that in Left 4 Dead because they've been with the infection for two weeks. They've already given the names out. You don't know that's a lurker, you fool. But anyway, going back to the point I was trying to make was, uh, <laughs> was you know, Colonial Marines, I felt, missed the point of aliens. And someone in the comments said they know people that, that they're fans of aliens, but they also miss the point of aliens and just laugh at Hudson and say, and they genuinely do think that the Marine stuff is brilliant. And isn't mm. supposed to be the the flimsy cardboard cutout personas that they're revealed to be. Um, so maybe that's what Brandon likes. You know, when he thinks aliens, he thinks, you know, chick a dick. Should you chick a dick? You are a nugget, and I had a sex thing with her. <laughs> what a fantastic example of entertainment that can cross boundaries. It can mm. be both highbrow and lowbrow at the same time and be something to all people. Ooh, sure. uh, a nugget and something yeah. about it. You are my little nugget, Jonathan. I am? You're my hoorah nugget. <laughs> Jonathan Holmes, you sexy idiot, you. <laughs> I'm an idiot, too. You're my sexy little idiot. <laughs> oh, that's not that good. My new nickname for you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm reading... It, no, that's an affectionate name. I'm reading The Idiot right now. Um, the Dostoevsky novel. Oh, I've heard of it. That's what I meant. Yeah, but you are, yeah he was calling you a prince. You're my Dusty Trotsky novel. 
We are on a sex page or two. Oh, yeah. Two sex pages happened with us <laughs> in within like two days. Yeah, dude. First one explain. is. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to talk? You no, 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 no. I just wanted to introduce it. Just Jonathan Holmes, you sexy idiot. Please enlighten us. As to... <laughs> We're just insulting your friend, you know. No, I'm not insulting you. I've it's got this friend. Like in oh. Colonial Marines, the guy's called Nugget. It's and, not. And yes. he doesn't like being called Nugget, and he asks them to please stop calling him Nugget, but they keep calling him Nugget. That's what friendship is. It's me forcing names on you whether you want it to or not. Hoorah to ashes, Jonathan. Hoorah to ashes. <laughs> uh, one of my co-workers at my day job, hmm. uh, she's a social worker. Here's what she did today. I bought pizza for everybody. It was a stressful day. So I'm like, have some pizza, everybody. And she's like, ugh, pizza? <laughs> and then she just started picking the chicken off the pizza. And I'm like, no, you can't do, you can take the piece and then pick the chicken, but now someone might, else might eat that piece. And then she started licking her fingers and then spreading her fingers all around on that piece of chicken Whoa. and just staring at me. What and an I'm like, You're kind of like Jim Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> just, I asked you not to do something and then you're like, oh no, what you wanted was more of that. I'm like, well, I but I like never. I would never abuse a pizza. Another man's tasty pizza. And you are, after all, Jonathan Holmes' perfect pizza. I forgot about that That's one. another name for you, perfect pizza. Oh, that another name I came up with you. Uh, did you wait, see the wait, name? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Hang on. I'm just I... trying to wrap my head around the idea that someone who works even peripherally in social work can't grasp the basic, you don't pick the food off of the other slices of pizza someone might eat concept. Like, wouldn't have just, done it if, is that lunatics was... running the asylum? No, it's it's um, prank calls in real life, which is what people like about Pod <laughs> Yeah, but that's, Feel... that's yeah. a pizza she's using as collateral damage. She knows no, it's I get pizza. the part about her being a total bitch after the fact <laughs> and doing the thing that you explicitly asked. I just don't understand how she started there. She is Mr. Scratch. Because it's my pizza. If, if it was anyone else's pizza, she'd be like, I shouldn't do that. But I have this thing about me. Some call it Charlie Brown karma, where people just want to prank me hard. Oh my god, I can totally see you in the yellow shirt. We gotta get you a yellow shirt. That's been Charlie Brown karma. Someone coined that like uh, 10 years ago. And I mean, you'd be more like Brown Charlie. <laughs> I am Brown Charlie. Yeah, that I like a lot. That's what we'll call you, Uncle Ben, Brown Charlie, Spicy Boy. And oh, then that's... you get a blue dress and a, and a wig for Jim. <laughs> Oh no, that's not Brown Charlie anymore. That's some new thing. Yes! Oh, you won. Conrad can be Snoopy! But Charlie Brown doesn't wear a dress. What do you, why would I. No, no, Lucy! Lucy wears the dress. Right? I know. I'll be Lucy, and, and what will happen is, Jonathan, I'll bend you over and I'll bum you. Oh, Lucy, I'm <laughs> like, Charlie Brown. Like Charlie Brown's Christmas. Um, or, or a video that I've been watching called Charlie's Brown Christmas, where <laughs> I bend you over and I'm bumming you while Conrad is doing a little dancing like dirt, 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 Bum him, please, Jim. He wants to be bummed. I wouldn't want to be bummed. I'm just waiting for it. Do you not like Charlie Brown? It's an American institution, you communist. I like the. I like Charlie Brown. Sure. Uh, not all of it. Uh, the early stuff is really good. Jonathan, I'd like for yeah. you to bend over actually, and and pull your your um, pants down, 
and your underpants down around your ankles, right? And uh-huh. and just just tuck your little chungus away. I don't need that. And then just pull your cheeks apart. And I want to close one eye and point at your 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 squalid hole. And I want to go star. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that all day, just star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you get it or not? I do. Stars is uh, yeah. Yeah. How'd you feel about being called All American Boy Party? When did that happen? Uh, that was a name I gave you the other day. I, I gave it to you on Twitter, but you didn't respond. So I thought I definitely need Jonathan to know this. <laughs> it feels um, it. It's good as a mockery of that idea because I'm so far from what anyone wants. I'm just not the ideal man in any way. Or the All American Boy. I'm just yeah. really far from. Oh, that. It's, it's All American Boy Party. Um, I was thinking of All American Party Boy, but I like you being the concept of the party. I like it's I like for people, to, party. yeah, I like for people to think that where you are, the boy party is at. It's not. I am not a boy party, or <laughs> I don't bring on boy parties. I don't like boys. They're they're annoying. <laughs> Man, I am kind of sexist towards towards uh. Sandrist. Um, what now? Sandrist. Misandrist. Uh, a little bit. Well, yeah. evidence of misandry in gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely real and prevalent and the worst, guys. So we're, I think, all of us, I haven't checked the whole site, but we're on a site called Men in the the Games Industry, which is weird. I'm not on it. Two thes. Are you sure you're not? No. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't. I did look through. I think there were like five pages on it uh, I, when I looked I, at it today, I, and I didn't see myself. Uh, I showed the wife. I was like, see, here you go. We're being objectified. I think the dot com is men in games hot or not dot tumblr dot com. And it's just and pictures she, of guys. And the wife was so cute because she like she didn't get it. She didn't understand, you know, the idea that, oh, we're objectifying male people who objectify blah 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 blah, whatever. Um she didn't grasp that she's like oh that's handy now i'll be able to like oh that's how that guy looks like and that's what that guy looks like <laughs> it is a little handy there's guys i've never seen what they looked like some pretty yeah, and the photos some... are all really good yeah a lot of them uh, i don't think they sent these in the one they have of me was found from a while back from 2010 i think there's jim it says the man the, the legend the bubbles yeah, famous bathtub photo yeah um i'm a bit annoyed with that site Oh no, how come? Because on the page you've got Arthur Geese, you've got, um, um, oh god, this is embarrassing. I'm a fan of him. The guy from Rock Paper Shotgun. Um, uh, I, I like him too, I can't remember his name right now. You've got. Is it John Walker? John Walker! No! No. No, no, the other guy. Oh, great. Now I feel like an asshole. Yeah, Wonderful. now we're both Everybody terrible. Got to get in on this. But I'm annoyed. You've got these guys. You've got Brian Crescenti, you know. You've got me, you've got Chad Consalmo, mm-hmm. and instead of all these different varied people, it's not just lots of photos of you, Jonathan. <laughs> and that pisses me worse than the Fire Emblem thing. Is Nero the what's the Fire Emblem thing? When oh, that you I'm weren't not in the art book. Oh, yeah. I Speaking of which, I got the art of Dead Space. Oh, cool. It's, you're not in it. <laughs> I'm not involved. No, in it. That was a birthday present from my wife. I'm gonna burn it in the backyard, out of rage and spite, because you are not I, in it. I, I I only sort of like Dead Space. You're not it, in it. 
I wouldn't want to be. That's not. It's not okay. Good. It's pretty good. Nero's not on this sex man page. That's weird. He does He's deserve not... to be on the sex man page. Yeah, I'll let them know. Yeah, I'll send them an email. But the other porn thing, the mm-hmm. the, the other sexy positive, thing. That that's what interests me because when you told me this this morning, normally I'd be mortified. Honestly, like I say that I I wouldn't be mortified. I'd be concerned. Okay. If, if any of my work ended up on pornographic sites. Not mm. because I have a problem with, with pornography. Mm-hmm. That was a funny way of saying it. Pornography. Mm-hmm. Humble grumbly. <laughs> um, on the contrary, I love it. It's the best thing for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd worry about what, what those fat cats in Washington would say about me. Um, and and now you're worried? and how they discredit me if say you know I wrote a review and it ended up on penis butt or something. <laughs> um, I wonder if anyone still uses that one. But it, when it, when it's ever Podtwee related, I'm fine with it. It just makes sense. <laughs> Podtwee. If the only thing that surprises me about this when I hear that Podtwee's not like been linked to on porn sites isn't that it was on a porn site, it's that it's normal porn. <laughs> like, the fact it's not bestiality or something, or, or like, vomit porn. Or well, you know, yeah, I, think, I think really what it's saying is that we just, we need to step up our game. Mm. No, we don't. Maybe the, Snoo- <laughs> maybe, the Snoopy, maybe the Snoopy bumming thing is a bit too tame. Maybe we should move into cum snorting. <sighs> snorting anything is... Have you done? I've snorted a Coca-Cola. I, Terrible. You couldn't pay me to stick anything up my nose. Oh, it's very uncomfortable. I, uh, I don't know how. I don't know how drug users do it. Hats off to them. Well done. It's n- not <laughs> something that I would recommend people do. It's a <laughs> bad idea. Don't do it, guys. Don't do it. But if you do do it, Never, don't I put anything. Just I, I have very simple rules. You don't do anything that you would normally do by sticking in your arm or up your nose. Unless it's Jonathan Holmes. You can stick him in your arm and up your nose. Right, well, yes. He's a hell of a drug. Holmes can be our drug. No. I am addicted to you, Jonathan. No, you're not. I'm addicted to your sexy idiocy. (laughs) I'm not stupid. Put on your mesh tank top. No. You sexy idiot. Not an idiot. Need to look at you. Stars. (laughs) Nemesis just shows up Uh, Last night I was finishing up Editing and putting in sound effects For Teenage Pokemon Coming back, I think this Saturday I was real stressed out and tired Hell yeah, we're out of their shells Yeah, that's right Didn't turn turn out as good as I hoped But uh, that always happens In a post-colonial Marines world That doesn't matter anymore That's why I was relating with them I was like, oh god, I want to re-record all this dialogue I have so much better ideas to do it now But then the animator who's been working on it since December Would have to reanimate everything And it's got to come out on Saturday So that doesn't work. But anyway, I was all I was in that mood and I was like, This is too bad about me and everything I've done. I'm sorry, world. I wish I was better. And then on Twitter, a guy I guess I'll say who it is, because he he's pretty anonymous, but his name is on Twitter Skid Row Trash. And I'm sorry if you didn't want us to announce who you are, but that's who you are. And on Twitter you said, Hey Jonathan, do you like porn? <laughs> I was like, Here we go. And I'm like, I liked it a lot more when I was younger. It's just kinda stupid now. But I see the appeal. 
And he was like, oh, cool, because I work on porn sites now. It's actually going really good. I was like, good for you. As long as it's, you know, pretty pretty uh, harmless stuff, nobody getting hurt, good on you. He's like, check it out! <laughs> like, oh, okay, fine. And uh, so he sends me the links, and it's actualfreecams.com. And it seems like a 90s site. Which is kind of... That's what you want from your porn. You don't want to fuck around with good design. You just want to get straight, straight to the porn. I didn't know that. And it's got an age gate. And it's, like, kind of cute. Like, absolutely no minors. It's uh, capitalized and uh, underlined and and bold. The children will go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I won't... Come on, kids, please. You're not going (laughs) to a porn site to enjoy a full spread layout. I mean, well, yeah, you you probably are going to a spread layout. But... That was very good, though, actually. Sarcasm Thank aside, you. that was well yeah. played. Oh, I liked it. So then you click on it because you're yeah. over 18. Of course you and, do. And it's just a couple of webcams of, like, girls pulling stuff out Don't of their Don't just say that. <laughs> Don't just say just a couple of webcams that are up to no good started making trouble there in your neighborhood. Any... <laughs> they are... <laughs> That man You're works... gonna blow future endorsement deals here. I'm just vibing, right. so no favoritism. I'm then sorry. Then you're gonna have to blow something else. Just <laughs> <laughs> brown Charlie. No brown Charlie. Charlie's indebted blowjob. That's that cock to make the coin. Mac the coin. Make the coin. Oh. Oh, that's another suck. <laughs> Every time you get something wrong, that's another suck. There, no. I Just won't. one more slurp nope. of the dice. I won't slurp. I don't know that. what I'm saying anymore. I'm really sad about aliens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you click on it, hard. and there's like, some girls, you know, pretty attractive girls just standing around, and guys in the chat being like, I like her tits. What do you like? I also like her tits. Agreed. And uh, those conversations. <laughs> and you scroll down, and then there's. Just tons of links, and he says it's a pretty popular website. He's like, can I add Podtoid to it? I'm like, uh... As like, what? He's like, just as something I like. I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell you that you don't like it, and it's your website, so... And then he made, like, his own little designer font amongst, like, the, you know, popular links. Big tits, little tits, black tits, pointy tits, little tits. Video game podcast in, like, a completely (laughs) different font that looks like a digital watch. And then the only one is Podtoid. And then a little review being like, I really like Podtoid. This is a very funny podcast. As if... The- <laughs> I mean, it's very, it's, it's very thoughtful. I it is. It. I love it. Me too. It is perfect for what Podtoid is. And yes, that guy works absolutely. hard on that site. It's not just a couple of webcams. Like, he finds the 100% genuinely free ones. That's true. Well, I, no, I, and that, that requires research. That's dedication. That's time. He's doing all the risk for you. It requires a lot more research than being a fucking video game journalist. Mm. So, and there's a well, lot of links on there. Well done to him. We are way lower on the rung than porn. Oh, merchants. I didn't. I didn't imply that. I. I didn't mean to imply I was better than this gentleman. He made his own freaking website, and it's yeah. popular. It goes like this, right? Professional yeah. wrestler, video game journalist, porn site distributor. That's the, the lower of social acceptance, starting with the lowest and climbing. Yeah, yeah. And it is a, it, and like I was saying, it doesn't, you know, porn sites can make you feel yucky. At least they make me feel yucky. This one's just like, oh, 
Yeah, you know, those are boobs. Yeah, it usually takes about ten minutes for Ruffy with Yucky. Yeah. <laughs> He's got another one, too. It's actualfreecams.com. And then the other one is, like, like actual free HD porn, I think. And he might do a pod toy link on there, too. But, yeah, check out his website if you like free streaming sex cams. Yeah. Fire up your incognito window. And, uh... <laughs> yeah. Make yeah. sure it's the one that doesn't have your Google account attached. That's so right. They're not watching. Um, <laughs> so you... My life is so complicated. I have so many different accounts I have to be signed into at any given time that I keep both Firefox and Chrome open, both in regular and in private browsing modes. It's oh, obscene. It's browsing. In a way, the online porn user these days is very much like Superman and Clark Kent, <laughs> but, but with a lot less heroism. <laughs> Yeah, it's not exactly heroic. Though some some may say. Uh, did you want to talk about anything else video game related? There's something yeah. kind of interesting. Well, like you got something already? To talk about video game related. Yeah. You do really? Yeah. What is it? It's very interesting to you, Jonathan. Really? It's about video games, you yeah. sure? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah, this is I mean, we've already spent a long time talking about games, so we might as well make this a rare treat of full video game podcast. Okay. So we should go to schools and put on Disney's Brave as a school play. That's <laughs> <laughs> a video game. Right, um, video game. You know, I had the opportunity to watch Disney's Brave uh, at any time I chose on either of my trips across the Pacific for Tokyo Game Show. And I, I watched Dark Shadows twice. <laughs> and Dark Shadows was terrible, but Brave just didn't look appealing. Brave's like pretty good film. We saw yeah. Brave in 3D at the movie cinema um, on, what was it, July 1st, Independence Day. Um, is that July 1st? Whichever no, day July, was Independence Day. 4th, sorry. I'm not American, fuck it. That's fine. Um, I don't have to get it right. Um, yeah, but no, what's worse is that both of us had to think about it. Yeah. So, you know. Well, if people want us getting information right, they can buy the season pass. We'll patch it in. Um, you saw Brave. You liked it. So Everyone I, who's seen it likes it. Empty <laughs> cinema, because we went when the fireworks were starting up. Suckers. Um, it's a good film. And um, my wife was very taken with it. So we got it on Blu-ray. And, and we're watching it this week, earlier this week. Uh, and I thought to myself, kids love this film. Jonathan Holmes. Uh-huh. And they love Jonathan Holmes. They don't. They, they do. <laughs> Hear me out. It's true. They love it's, you. It's, it's his head. He is, he's got a baby head already. <laughs> like, they respond positively. They, they feel a connection to you. This isn't true. When they they don't... you walk past, they think, there's that baby-headed Charlie Brown sexy idiot Jonathan Holmes. This they is don't... what three-year-olds say. Nope. When they see you, they think they look at holes and they think that's what I'm gonna look like in like three more weeks once I bulk up. <laughs> they say, "Here comes the all-American boy party, Jonathan, sexy boy Holmes. He is just a sexy boy, and he's not my boy Ty." That's what they say about you, Jonathan. That's what the that's what the youth on the street are saying. That's the, is that part the Shawn Michaels theme song about a bit. That's what they're saying about you. They're saying Shawn Michaels songs. They they want you. The kids are demanding that you put on your mesh tank top. Nope. Some people do 
find me attractive. It's true, but none of them. Want Children me to especially do. Children don't. Older women do, and like confused psychiatric patients do sometimes. Well, that, that describes thing. many of my teachers. So we could still do this <laughs> as a school play, but. Disney Pixar is popular, and we're always trying to find ways to monetize Podtoy to make money and become famous and get rich quick. Please, quick. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to put on Disney's Brave to the lovely people. Um, I'm going to play Brave. Who's that, the red-haired one? The red-haired Scottish princess who You yearns, do do a great Scottish accent. Yearns for more. Mm. Con. Conrad is going to play the father, the king of the Scots. Uh, played by Billy Connolly in the film. Um, but it will play by Billy Conradley in real. Uh, and Jonathan, you will be the mother of Brave. So you'll be my mother. Okay. So if you've not seen Brave, I'll give you a quick rundown. Um, Merida, that's, that's otherwise known as Brave, mm. is uh, a Scottish princess who is going to be married off against her will to someone else. And then she doesn't do enough to live up to people's feminist ideals, so it's called a bad film by certain people. Um, but what happens is... Oh, that was the plot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the general plot is, is this, right? Um, Merida has a lot of social problems. She's very shy. She uh, is very demure. She's got problems like that. And she's, her family's dysfunctional. The father and the mother, they're arguing all the time. And Merida ends up in the hospital after um, hurting herself for sexual pleasure. Um, what? So that's, what's, that's what happens in the film. Uh, I'm going to be sitting on a bed. I'm going to have a hot kettle. Um, it'll be a prop. It won't be an actual hot kettle. But I'll be burning that on my leg while you and Conrad are fighting. So you'll be like, ah, fuck you, you fucking prick. And then Conrad will be like, hey, shove it up your ass. I had to beat the living shit out of you. Like that. Uh, you do that for about 15 minutes, just really shouting and sometimes throwing things at the audience, just shouting at them. It's like, stop watching us fight. You rude little bastards. And then I'll burn myself. And then I'll end up in the hospital after severely hurting myself. So I spend some time in the hospital, get therapy. This, is, this all happens in Brave. Um, and then I get a job as a secretary. Your secretary, Jonathan. Is this the movie secretary starring um, is... James Spader and? No, no, this is Brave. This is although Disney I like Brave. I like where you're going. Hang on, we we might we might need to do a rewrite. This is Disney <laughs> Pixar's Brave. So what okay. happens is, um, I'm now your secretary, and you're very mean and rude to me. I'm your mom, though, right? Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's a it's a princess queen thing, you know. I've, I'm not allowed to leave the castle, so I've just got to be your secretary, and you'll be like. Write this out again. There are so many typos in this. I don't know where you get off dressing like that. You're supposed to dress professionally. You look disgusting. And I close my eyes and whimper a bit. And I go, oh, yes. Yes, queen person. I am sorry. I did not know I was disgusting. So I will be better next time. And then you're like, And so that happens. And then, in the next scene, you make me bend over on the desk. And you say, mm. put your hands on the desk. put your hands on the desk and bend over so I can have a good old look at that juicy ass. This really sounds like 
Secretary starring yeah. James Spader and Maggie Gyllenhaal, except with, I guess, incest and it's, it's, you and me and for Disney, children? It's, Disney, it's Disney's, Disney's Brave. Come on. Is, mm. Which starts some Scottish people. Um, you say, read this piece of paper and do that while I stand behind you. And I bend over and stick my tush out and start reading. Um, oh, animals are endangered species, and that is bad. So, I know that I, I can't do the brave voice. The animals are endangered species, and that is bad for a minute. So, don't, and then smack. You spank my ass. And yes. I'm still reading. I'm like, oh, we've got to stop people cutting off rhinoceroses. Oh, and we've got to look after the good. Oh, like that. And then you're just a spanking me like that. And I'm going, ah, oh, ah, oh, like that. And you smack me and I go, ah. And then you put your hand on mine and we twiddle them a bit. Pixar's mm. brave. No, no. No, I don't want it. <laughs> you know, I wasn't that interested in seeing the movie, but to hear you describe it, I think I might have to go and rent that. That sounds excellent. That happens? In the, the, the... You watch Dark Shadows twice because... Yeah! <laughs> no, I... Well, like, I saw other people watching it. Yeah, I mean... You know, and it didn't, I didn't see... I must have just been looking away at all the good parts. That's... That's... Wow! I, I know you appreciate, like... I mean, it's got a lot of dark humor in it. A lot of... I mean, obviously, it's very sexually charged. Right, right. And it touches on many taboo topics. I mean, this is a story about a, a dominant, submissive sexual relationship. Um... Which some might find morally dubious um, with the way the characters treat each other, uh, especially the scene towards the end where um, where Brave <laughs> tells her mother that she's in love with her and wants to marry her um, after welching on, instead of getting married to her father. And the what? mother says, put your hands on that desk there and don't you move for ages. And then I'll marry you. And then um, the mother, played by Jonathan Holmes, of course, um, leaves the room and then just looks through the window. And I just stay there for three days. And in the play, in the pantomime we do for the kids, it will be a full three days. Uh, I'll be sat there, unwashed, pooing a lot. Uh, and the kids are not allowed to leave. We can give them buckets. They can all poo in a big communal bucket. Uh, but for three days, I'll just be there, just just urinating and shitting. And Conrad will come in now and then and say, Get off that desk, you fucking mess! And I'll go, No, I can't do it. I don't even love you anyway, and I'm not going to marry you anymore. I'm going to marry James Spade. I mean, my mother. <laughs> and then we get married? And then we get married, and we get, like, a big swing, a big metal leather swing, and I swing on that, and you fuck me on it. In the bum? You give me a sensual bath and I show my hairy bush. You've got a hairy bush? I'll make sure I've got one in time. <laughs> For the children. Tuck. <laughs> I've already got a nice set of tits on me. That's confidence. Show them my furry, I couldn't say that. Show them my furry business. <laughs> and I'll get out the bath and I'll go, Disney's brave! <laughs> 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 plays going no 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 and then I go what's gonna fuck me I'd fuck 
What is that from? I don't know. I think I may have blended in elements of The Lion King at the end there. Oh, it seemed also like, uh, I don't know, um, that movie about a guy who wants to have sex with himself? <laughs> what is that movie? It's just every episode of... I, I think you're thinking of Silence of the Lambs. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That could be it. So what do you think about that? That's a guaranteed moneymaker. Oh, yeah. No, we, we definitely stand a rake in. I mean, we're going to get asses in seats with, with that kind of... <laughs> Yeah, that people kind of would see it. Sure, seats and at least one ass in a sex swing. So everybody wins. <laughs> There's. I went to see um, John Waters's movie Female Trouble at a midnight showing not that long ago, and the it was packed. And that's like your ideas. I don't know if you've seen that movie, Jim. No, Female Trouble. Yeah, you're familiar that's with uh, my ideas. Like we, females hmm? rarely factor into my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> But I am very much focused on the man flesh. Right. Well, the, the, the female trouble stars a biological man. Ah. Uh, I think his real name was Glenn, but he went by Divine, and he plays both a man and a woman and has sex with himself. Uh, she cuts off an old woman's hand. Uh, she does all sorts of stuff in that movie that's similar to your ideas. It's a and, John and- Waters movie. It's one of his earlier movies. It's after yeah. Pink Flamingos, but before um, Polyester and uh, Desperate Living. Yeah, I know his movies well. Anyway, my point is, my long-winded point, there are people who want these ideas, Jim. Thousands. I mean, think of everyone who listens to Podtoid. That's, a, that's stadiums full of people. It's oh, thousands. yeah. It's a hot new thing. They would come to see your ideas legitimately and love them. Not they would children. come after seeing my ideas. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> How is that gross? It's a beautiful thing. It's all right, I guess. It's uh, nature in all its glory. It reminds me of... Uh, Just I... some guys coming in an arena while Jonathan Holmes wears his mesh tank top. I don't want to wear a mesh tank top. Why would you want me to wear a mesh tank top? It's not it doesn't look good. Do I need to make the case again? Did you make Do a case? I need to make the argument clear? Sure. Right. Ah oh, god. God forgive me. I'm sorry about this Conrad. I know it's a waste of of everyone's time. Well, uh, it's just a little sad really is is all. I mean, you'd think by now. You'd think you'd get it, but okay. <clears throat> Yo, motherfucker. There you go. <laughs> You're Lily? A really talented sprite artist made an uh, animated gif of Jim holding a, uh, a boombox and really cool like lasers going on and stuff. And I was like, wow, I love sprite art. That looks so good. And then the, the, the I'm in it. And I'm wearing a mesh tank top and, and cut off shorts and doing like a little dance and going, ooh, ooh. I'm in it and I just look, you know, awesome. So, you know. They were good. Yeah, but I was like, why? why Jonathan. You, you, I'm not going to like it if you do that, I said. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then he like made a re- an edit You're where I'm so dressed rude. like a normal person. You're always so rude to our listeners. Like those guys who at the weekend did a lovely like screamo metal song about you called Jonathan Holmes is a what was it a fucking sorcerer? Sure, I was I was reading the lyrics. I was like, that's really nice of them to say. Telling I'm, them I'm, that their song isn't good. I never said that. 
You said, and I didn't art. say his art wasn't good, but when people depict me as like a weird, <laughs> slimy, sexually provocative, inappropriate <laughs> tramp man, you were I don't a feel great. No, that was the animated GIF. That's what was implied there, is that I was like a weird sort of... Uh, I don't know. They, tramp man. Yeah, like, oh, I'm sexually available, <laughs> but I'm not. So when people depict me in that way, I'm like, I'm sorry, very well you done. Get rid. But but you I got cannot personal with someone today. I did. You got personal. How do you know what I even did? A lovely Pontoid listener. Well, uh, I, I follow you all the time, Jonathan. I know what you're doing before you do. Uh-huh. But today, lovely Pontoid listener. Just trying to be respectful, Conrad. Listen to this. Just trying to be mm-hmm. respectful. Copies me and Jonathan in on a tweet. Says anus to us. Oh both. right. <clears throat> Says anus to us both. Jonathan th- took umbrage with that and got personal. I did. Went on the guy's Twitter page, looked at his biography, saw that the guy had three kids. The guy's biography says I'm a father of three amazing kids. Mm-hmm. Jonathan, rude as fuck, said to him. Why don't you send that tweet to your three amazing kids? What's rude about that? Wow. What is rude about that? Wow. Fucking what? What did I do wrong? You do not bring the kids into it. I, that's just, I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely absurd. His guy, response was, I showed it to my kids, and they said, great, I bet he uses his anus as a suitcase or something like that. <laughs> so that's what his family Well, said. that's what you get. That's what you tried to call his bluff. I said they'd be three amazed kids mm. after after they they saw that great tweet, and it was a great tweet. What was a great tweet? Anus. What is great about that? <laughs> anus. It's not great. It's <laughs> annoying. I'm like annoying. I'm, yeah, it's annoying. How dare you? <laughs> Why? What? What's What's strange about being annoyed by people just looking at you and saying anus? Star. It's annoying. It's just such a funny little word. I just don't... It's my favorite word. That's good. You <laughs> should have people say it to you. Uh, Not me. But I was copied in on it, too. Sure. I was should have been copied out. I didn't feel bad. No, that's good for you. That's the argument. That's how it goes, isn't it? If it was me, I'd love it. Yes, it, it was me. Know. I loved it. Therefore, it's not a problem for anyone. I don't like it. And we talked a lot about it. I know. It. We I know. We're not no doing this anymore. I just, but I, yeah. Now but then, you, but then you kept bringing it up. I kept bringing up how when in Rome, anus as the Romans do. <laughs> I was not bringing up my own anus for enjoyment of talking. Yes, no, we have not been discussing. I'd love to see a video of your anus at all. Up your own anus. <laughs> I didn't bring it. I was talking about how strange it is when people want to. Hi, everyone. I'm Jonathan. <laughs> that what, you. what are you talking about? That's you physically bringing up your own Yeah, I'm not not going to do that. I do talk about the effects Podtoid have has on my life sometimes. Because who else can I talk to about it? Because yeah. no one else in my world knows about these things. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows my shithole. <laughs> it's all right, Jonathan. I love you. I'm in love with you. Um, Thanks. But you seem you... like you're so critical of me. <laughs> I'm just not so bad. Hey, do I, am I not one of the harshest reviewers in the video game industry? And do I not love video games? 
True. So I am video games, and sometimes <laughs> you're critical. You are, you're, you're the new. You're, you're basically the next generation of interactive entertainment. I'm the eighth console generation. <laughs> you are. Like when we get the next Xbox and PS4, that's technically the ninth generation. You oh, sorry. Or the eighth generation. They're the ninth. You're the Holmes three six five. Yeah. <laughs> and and to be clear, baby boy. <laughs> Those guys. Did you sleep last night, Jim? Or what? what happened to you? I am. Um, I. It wasn't. I, mean, I tried to get sleep last night. It slept rough. The night before, I was trying to stay up for the aliens embargo. Uh, worked terribly because I just watched Quarantine Two. <laughs> <laughs> then fell asleep on the couch and woke up at four thirty instead of three a.m. And then staggered blind to the computer, and then just thought fuck it and stayed up the rest of the morning, and then tried to work, and then did a Gamespot podcast where I wow. almost fell asleep. <laughs> Who was on the Gamespot podcast? Uh, people from Gamespot. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Tom McShay, Fiddle Cub. Um, oh, bodes well that you almost fell asleep during. Gerald it. Petit, you know all sorts of people. It was, it was. It's actually a fun podcast, and it's it fun. only took one. They're fun people. Only took one week for me to be there. Uh, for the episode to get given a title that made it sound like Pod Tide. <laughs> really? <laughs> the latest, you just title it? The, I, it was based on something I said. The GameSpot gameplay podcast that I'm on, if you want to listen to it, is called <laughs> Eat My Dead Skin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And the guys, I should. Josh and Charlish, you can follow them on Twitter. They've got kind of an antichrist. Avatar. Can you read the lyrics out for the song? No, definitely not. Um, I'd rather you didn't. They allude to the idea that I am a pedophile. Well, read that bit out if you've got a problem with it. No, I don't. Well, then there's no evidence. They don't do it. I don't need to prove anything to anyone. (laughs) I would like to know. That you can read it later. So they did that, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. And, and, and clearly they thought it was funny and all in good taste. And Well, that's not true. They thought it was in fitting. Poor taste. <laughs> yeah, they thought that I wouldn't. I, they It was kind of sad because they clearly thought I would be like, oh, that's so hilarious, saying I'm a pedophile on the internet. Good, 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 good show. But I was yeah, like, Jonathan I can't. Holmes would not listen to nor like this show. It should just no. be abundantly clear. I thought that was well known. Uh, but uh, and I don't expect people to hang on every, every word I say and know everything I but like. But you should at least humor people. I get sent shit all the time that I hate, and I, uh. <laughs> I say, I am joking. I most of the stuff I love. Um, but I, you know, sometimes people who are fans will call me a fat piece of shit. Mm, sure. <laughs> and I just you gotta let it slide. It's fine Why? because it's... they're just having a good time. I don't care. I, but what does it, but what does it matter? What does it matter if that guy thinks, you know... He thought I'd like it. Whatever. He thought I'd like it. And and like a cat that leaves a mangled bird at your feet. You just gotta stroke him and say, good job. No, I'd rather treat him like human beings and say, hey, you're a human being. They listen to Pop-Toids. We can't treat him like human beings. <laughs> I treat him like human beings and give him honest feedback on how they've affected me. That's right. Yeah, I think it would probably work. I don't know. I think it would just probably come across a little bit better as, hey, I appreciate the effort. Oh, I don't you care. Know? Well, I, I realize I realize that you don't actually care. If you I'm don't just care saying. and you come across, there's nothing wrong with them saying you're a pedo. Which they well, didn't even do. I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. I just said I can't like a song about me being a pedophile. They never said you were a pedophile. 
They did. They, they said, said you knew pedophilia. No, they said the children run in terror and that... Uh, children that run in terror at the sight itch. of me. It doesn't mean I sex them. Uh, scary to kids. I mean, we already established that children love Jonathan Holmes earlier in this episode. Right. I must I admit, yeah, that song is probably, like, slander. Okay. What is What song is? Huh? And the mean... song about you, children don't run away from you. They actually gravitate towards you. Like you're made out of Haribo. Uh, you are in many ways the Harry boy. I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. You're telling me... I can't tell if you're joking when you're saying I should like a song about me being a pedophile. Well, no, we're not saying that you should like the song. And or, but, or I should tell people, hey, good song about me. Being no, that's not right. what I'm saying either. I'm saying I appreciate you. Should, I, I'm saying that having an appreciation of the fact that someone likes the work that you do enough that they would go to the length to try and appeal to you or entertain you on the basis of the fact that they have been entertained. That's something that can be appreciated without necessarily enjoying what they produced. Otherwise, and you could be very clear about that. You run, the risk of, was. you run the risk of being Gary Coleman. I don't mind being Gary Coleman. You you run the risk. Ooh. Oh. What's wrong with being Gary Coleman? Oh, you'll end up starring in Postal. That's fine. I actually, I actually, actually met, uh, wait I met a minute. Coleman on, doing one, one uh, Postal Jim, promo wait. stuff. Hold on, Lee. I'm going to have to tell what I tell my stepson. I can't have two conversations at the same time. Jim... <laughs> This podcast is way worse than any part of Postal, ever. <laughs> Say, oh no, you might be something as bad as Postal. I'm on a podcast every week where a man talks about raping me. Actually, and, and no, 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 I will not brook that. I want consensual sex with you. And I say you won't have it, and then you continue to say, you, yes, you will. No, I, I was right because very... he's trying to convince you of the necessity of consent. I'm right. not. I'm not. Into... He's trying to bring you on board to the experience. I want to break that down. I'm not into rape jokes. I don't find them funny, generally, unless they're really good. That sounded worse. <laughs> you, you try. You try and you try and stay on the middle ground and on the fence about mm. things and not say anything that's going to offend one side or the other. And then the minute you open open. your mouth. This is terrible. I apologize for everything I've ever said in the past <laughs> three minutes. But Jonathan, I would not make those kinds of gags about you these days. Uh, I think it was how long ago that... Anyway, so jo Josh and Charlish, I didn't mean to be hostile and they seem to take it well. I didn't say bad job. I said I can't. That's exactly uh, what I want for you. I want you to take it well. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to take it well. So I, I said to them, you know, I appreciate the effort, but that, and then I wasn't offended by it either. It's just I'm not gonna like retweet a song because I have a feeling they were looking for a retweet. Maybe uh, I'm not gonna retweet a song with lyrics about me that suggests that I might do terrible things to people. I don't want to promote that idea about me. Even if it's uh, they're having fun, and I wasn't mad, I wasn't uh, even annoyed. I was just saying that. And then they they said, "Okay, pick up my daughter at Burger King," and I said, "Okay, don't pump <laughs> any trash while I'm gone." And they said, "You got it, pops," and we got along well. Yeah, but then I said nice song to them. I yes, said you did. it was a pretty song. Yes, you did. Which and it's not a pretty song. It, it wasn't. 
No. Yeah, it's good. But I was just being a nice guy. You were not. And you had to say. No. You had to just cut in and say, no, it wasn't. It just wasn't. Just un- undoing the, the publicity, the PR I was doing for you. I think it's good to be genuine and honest. And uh, what? To not to, to be P- PC, Jim. You're being too PC with these guys, saying it's a pretty song. You know, it's like saying, oh, you're pleasantly plump or something. You don't need that. Give it to him straight. But it's I have people piece. calling me a fat piece of shit every day. I'd rather be called pleasantly plump. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see where you're coming from then. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm just trying to be a good guy and have good feelings all around. And I, I, know. Want, I want to give you good feelings. I know. You mean well. I want to give you one night. One night. Oh, one night in heaven. M people. I don't, I've never heard that before. Okay, guys. What? <laughs> <laughs> this has been a very strange episode. It really it? has been. Yeah. It's been very spirited. Yeah, indeed. It's been very spirited. Um, yeah, I got. I can give you a quick Willem Dafoe movie pitch. Ooh. I had one too. Oh, double three. I don't know if I want to. When I get criticized, I get all shy. Oh, like, oh, they don't like me. They don't you want manipulative me. little shit. <laughs> I'm just saying the facts. See, now, the, the, what an irony. Then you call me an insult. Then <laughs> you want to do it even less. Look, uh, Holmes, Holmes, if uh-huh. we could be there right now to hug you and let you know that it was all going to be all right. And no, no, don't mind that. That's not what you think it is. Okay, well, maybe it is what you think it is. But uh, you don't have to touch it. I mean, if you wanted to touch it, you could touch it. But don't have sex with me. Jonathan, I'll sing you a pretty song. Okay. To to raise your spirits. And, okay. And it's going to be very complimentary towards you and make you feel good, make you feel nice inside. Really? You're a scap man. that other song that was a song i wrote for you specifically for you called nice. jonathan holmes is a lovely boy brackets chungus <laughs> it's uh other people are gonna like it <laughs> that's, that's what i'm saying that is what i'm talking about i don't like it uh, Sorry. deal with it unbelievable i don't like it though. 30 seconds it took me to come up with that that was scatman and then Un- Ungrateful. I like the song. I didn't like the name. You conniving monster. Calling me a boy. It's weird. <laughs> Not a boy at no, all. I don't want to be called a boy. I don't want to be called a boy party. Make your mind up. No, just you, it. you don't have to. You can just, you know, 
say hello. You don't have to come up with all these names and sex idiot and whatever you're calling me this week. <laughs> Jonathan Holmes. Can we call you Al? Is that allowed? Yeah, you can call me Al instead of Brown Charlie sex idiot. <laughs> that would be preferable. <laughs> no, I'll be Al. You be Betty. I don't, I don't mind having girls' names. That's fine, but it's kind of weird. How about how about Betty the breast dog? What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> do you want to do your Willem Dafoe pitch, Jen? No, no, I don't. Uh, I want because I've done a lot of talking this week. I've done D- Disney Pixar's The Brave One mm. and some other stuff. Um, so I'll hold mine for next week. Okay. You can do yours now. I'm not sure if I can, but I'll try. I'll try to get in the spirit. You need spirit more compliments. Of you need to fish for more compliments. I don't need compliments. <laughs> it's not like I need to be built up, you know? But when I'm told, like, you're bad to people on the internet who write you songs about you being a pedophile, and why don't you like it when I call you a sex Charlie and think about you, you know, then, then I'm like, Holmes. oh, okay. yeah. Holmes. Holmes. Mm-hmm. Holmes. Yeah. You're good enough. You're smart enough. And doggone it, people like you. Yeah? People people like what I got, guys? In fact, I'll add to that. Jonathan Holmes? Uh-huh. My good friend, a man who I pushed to have on Podtoid when I was designing my original lineup, and I said, he's the missing piece of the puzzle. It was me and Max and Tara, and I said, I need another element. I need this guy that's perfect... To fill the slot. I was going to say fill the hole. And said that would sound like I was trying to make a joke. I better mm. think of something quick. And then I said slot. Oh dear. Which is but that wasn't the intention. Right. I needed you to complete the, the puzzle. And I think I speak for everyone. When I say Jonathan Holmes. My old friend. And trusted colleague. Put on your mesh tank top. <laughs> It is. I, I hope I do like you. It's funny. Aww. Yeah, it's true. It's not like I don't like you. I think you're great. You just don't like everything I do and say. No, I like everything you do and say. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't keep showing up. But when people tweet the word anus at me or talk about me being a pedophile or just say, hey, Jonathan, do you remember that thing Jim Jim said? Then I'm like, I know, he is funny. So tell him he's funny. I don't know, you know, I guess I just, I don't, I come from the school of thought if it's something that annoys me but has no practical impact on my life, mm-hmm. like, really? I just ignore it. No, like, I like to give feedback. I, you know, people, and I, I apologize for this, and it's not that I don't care about the nice things people, I'm really bad at responding to compliments, let alone mean shit people say. Mm-hmm. And, very rarely do people give me a hard time about something or other, and if they're generally just being an ass, I can usually dish out pretty much as good as I get, but I don't like to have to do that. I don't like to, you know, be mean or, or whatever, and um, so I tend to just ignore it. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know why I don't. And it goes away if you ignore it, I mean, because you're just feeding the beast. Oh, sure. Yeah, some stuff I ignore, but... uh no, I, I, I guess when people give you compliments, you have to say something worthy of the compliment you got. You got to think of like a really great response to live up to the reputation you now have as someone worthy of a compliment. 
But when people um, say anus at me, I feel like, oh, I can say something back and I don't even really care if it's that good. Because they've already lowered the bar. <laughs> they've started at anus, so... You but know. that's a good point, and it is a valid explanation for why I don't respond to compliments all that often when given them. It's not that I don't, you know, appreciate it or anything. It's I'm trying to figure out what I should say in response to it, and then I get distracted by like, hmm. God knows what. Sounds like no pressure involved. I try and respond to everything people say because mm. I feel really guilty if I don't because I I feel they took the time. Oh, I feel to terrible that. about it. But 24 hours goes by, and then what do you do? Oh, no, I miss a lot of it. I get sent, especially if you send me a Facebook message or a private message oh, on God. Destructoid, uh, I will forget read it. it and then make plans to respond to it when I can, and then I will forget, and I apologize for that if you do that. Uh, people that send me shit actually on my Facebook wall get a better chance of a response because I'm reminded by it a bit more frequently when I go on there. Um, and tweets I try and say hello to because that's very quick. Um, you know, Tweets are the only that. thing I really look at. They should follow you on Twitter then. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, that's that's really where it is for yeah. me because I just I can't be I cannot be bothered. There's too many social media systems. I'll plug as many of them as I can into Twitter, you know. And 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 if so, if people want to you know see, be part of my conversation or whatever. But if you're not on the Twitter, chances are I'm never going to see what you said in response. Yeah. It's Speaking of not. which, Jonathan, did you see that uh, uh, picture I made for you? No, I don't think so. I, I say for you, it was of you. I took your head, I photoshopped your head onto a photograph of a man with a yellow t-shirt, a bright yellow t-shirt and shorts. Uh-huh. And then did a speech bubble <laughs> that said, my name is Duncan and I like pop music. My name is Duncan? Yes. It's pretty weird because I played you... a character named Duncan once in an uh, ongoing series of oh. vaguely homoerotic um, adventure movies. Did he like pop music? Yeah. You there we go. saw into the past. I've got a holy touch. <laughs> I've got We're the almost... ability to see what has happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, Duncan and Cam's Summertime Adventure is on YouTube. You guys can watch it. I've got a tight shirt on and a wig. Oh. It's not like I'm opposed to, uh, you know, getting weird. Well, you are the guy that um, wore Jenica's um, bathing suit. Well, sure. I, I am a playful young man and I'm ready to give something a shot on my own terms. But uh, it's got to be that done. That sounded like the intro to uh, yeah. a, a, a male friendly dating video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right uh we're almost at an hour and a half though should we do any more pitches or should we do the questions and then save the pitches for later hit me with the pitch come on yeah it's long oh it's a do really it next it's, week it's not just an idea it's like i've it's got a three it all you know you remember the uh the gamecube uh snail commercial yeah I, it hits so you. you're talking like this is like a, a wedding cake yeah of, of it's layered Jesus. definitely yeah, okay, it's the well, sequel it, to the 40-year-old virgin. It is getting late here now, so I guess we well, can... Yeah, let's get this done then. But that's a nice tease for next week, Absolutely. I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, that feels good. Pod toyed questions, I said on Twitter. And also as a tease for next week, yeah. uh, next week I might ask Jonathan Holmes to put a mesh tank top on. <laughs> it could happen, folks. <laughs> you never know on Podtoid. Uh, yeah, that, that could happen. People were asking questions already. Before I even had a chance to, uh, 
it's, yes, they love it's it. going to be all about Colonial Marines because for some reason they think we wouldn't have spoken about it already. <laughs> well, they're excited. They're 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 uh, anticipating what you had to say about it. So you gave them what they wanted already, which is great. Um, uh, okay, uh, Podtoid question. This is from Aiden O'Dwyer. All but one developer are wiped off the face of the earth. Who would you want the survivors to be? And he votes for Wayward. But he might have meant... No. I don't know who Wayward is. Do you? With two capital W's? He might have meant Wayford. That's what I thought. But um, maybe there's somebody else. Yeah, Wayforward. That makes sense. They make a, a wide variety of games and want to keep making more and more types of games. So they'd be good. Uh, for me... Oh, I don't know. It's pretty tough. Just one developer. Do you guys have a favorite? A lot of people well, are going to say Valve. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this: um, Who qualifies as a game developer? Are they all struck by like? Is it a virus thing? Um, what is it that happened? You know, how are you, how are you made to be contagious? And because if it's excluded only to game, you know, developers and designers and so forth, I want to know how to protect myself. Oh yeah, because you. You might make a game. I might make a game one day. And what, what if, you know, like I, I start to, you know, have game design tendencies and all of a sudden I'm just like, boom, dead. <laughs> uh, no, but the premise seems, seems unsustainable to me. I can't name a single development uh, group that inspires a level of consistent uh, confidence and, um, and whose products I, I enjoy 100% of the time that I wouldn't, I would accept not having an alternative. I'd just kill myself. I'm going to say Dead, uh, Dead Space guys, Visceral. Visceral? They can, yeah. with no one else, they could make what the fuck they want and EA would have to publish it. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if they're the only game designer left in the world. Someone's got to publish it. I think I might go gonna, I mean, there are all these consoles out there. Who? The, I mean, what, they're just going to sit and rot? Yeah. Everyone yeah. too afraid to make games outside of Visceral? Cover Actually. system be damned. You know, maybe that's what the marker is all about. Yeah. The people die because of that thing. That was the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> all serious sounding, too. Uh, I might go with Edmund McMillan now that I think about it. He's made a lot of games I like. I don't want him to die. Uh, we get along pretty good. Oh, yeah, uh, no, though. It can't just be a matter of who you want to save. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, yeah, it, even if I didn't see him. When I think about... But, uh, so are you saving play, McMillan, or are you going to save Team Meat, you know? Well, no, because it's also uh, non-Team Meat games, like uh, Binding of Isaac. Right, but, Ed, but Edmund's still alive. He could still make non-Team Meat games. But here, you're basically just Uh-oh. saying, oh, I don't care. Give Tommy a freebie. Tommy's saying. fucked. Yeah. No, I'll like, screw Tommy. I don't like Tommy. I just like Edmund. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. You're right, Team Meat, for sure. You had an opportunity to save another person's life. No, just wasted it. Conrad hates me today. What did I do wrong? I'm so sorry. I'll be nicer to people that call me pedophile and (laughs) next time. I'm sorry. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, How bald are you? Asks Chris DePatriot. I would say... Compared to a normal person, I'm half bald. But compared to if you take my whole head, I've only lost probably 30% of my hair, but that's way more than normal people. Most most guys have only lost like 10%. Jim, you don't seem to have lost any hair. Which is amazing because my father got very bald very early in his life. 
Mm. Um, but I just seem to keep growing it. And I honestly would not mind seeing the back of it. I can't do anything with my hair. It's terrible. Um, you know, in 90% of videos I end up doing, my hair is d a disaster area. And that's me putting effort in with it. It's awful. It doesn't know if it wants to be curly or straight. Gets very greasy very quickly. Uh, and I long for the day I wake up one day as bald as my father. Um, but I don't want to just shave it off because that would be cheating. Mm. I think your hair looks great, man. Um, uh, although, you would totally have an awesome Lex Luthor thing going on. That'd be oh, quite good. Yeah. Just polish up that chrome dome. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I can see it now. Uh, Are you bald at all, Conrad? You seem bald. Um, no, and I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't read the research on it, but I seem to remember hearing from somewhere that, that that's, those sorts of traits in terms of thinning hair, it's uh, on the mother's side. Mm -hmm. So, like, your ah. mother's father is the person you should be looking towards to see, am I going to lose my hair? Um, and I, I, I haven't really lost any hair. It's going gray as hell. But, um, yeah. That's distinguished, though. That, that yeah, looks sure. Cool. The whole bald thing does take you into a different category. Like, people think of you as a different kind of person. You don't but, see any bald newscasters. You don't see... But the way you embrace it, you know, like when you when you embrace your baldness, you know, mm. if you're going bald and you just say, you know what, fuck it, if I'm going to be bald, I'm going to go bald. People respect you for it. People think it looks distinguished. I think you look great with oh. just your yeah. You know, I mean, it puts you up there with Patrick Stewart, yep. Bruce Willis, mm -hmm. guys that go bald proper. Those two. Yes. That's it. <laughs> Them's the two. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'd like to pave new uh, paths for. Bald. Well, it's just it's dignified. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I'm not trying to pretend that I, you know, Charlie am not losing my hair or whatever. <laughs> yeah, another distinguished bald child, yeah, Charlie. The Alien Queen. <laughs> she is hairless. So thank you for the question, Krista Patriot. We answered it. Uh. People want to know if uh, there's any other music videos we'd want to make. Because I wanted to do that Billy Squire video with Jim. I saw a video this morning uh, of Bob from Sesame Street singing Good Morning Starshine with a bunch of Muppets. I saw the link. And he rubbed a Muppet's hair like nonchalantly towards the beginning. Just like looked over, slowly touched her. It was a female uh, Muppet. And rubbed her ponytail just in between his fingers. And then looked away and was like, Blooby blop blooby. I'd like to do that with Jim. That'd be quite nice. Yeah, that would be cute. I've always dreamed of um, redoing uh, Madonna's Like a Prayer. Oh, yeah? Oh. With, with me as Madonna. And finding a guy who's twice as fat as me to be the Jesus. <laughs> and rather than me being all lovey-dovey, just bends me over a lectern and bums me rotten. I, I've always I just had this long, just a huge, fat, like, heavily bearded uh, Jesus. Just just bumming me nonsensically um, in a church. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, that's, that's hot, Jim. Yeah. It's good. I was yeah, thinking, some, somebody mentioned pop music earlier, and now I want us to remake the music video for pop music. Oh. We'll just all take turns being that guy who's standing mm. there awkwardly. <laughs> That'd be good, too. Yeah. Ooh, or or Taco's of... putting on the Ritz. Oh, That's another that... really terribly awkward music mm. video. That would be fun to do again. That's a good one. I'd like, I'd like for Jonathan, actually, to redo Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. Uh, but instead of it being stop motion and using clay models, it's got to be live action, and you've just got a room full of props. 
and you're trying to do it like all the actions in time. That would be really hard. He he hits himself in the head with sledgehammers that are his hands. Yeah, it's going to be like, difficult for you to do that bit. <laughs> I was thinking, because uh, your idea, Jim, of, of being uh, bummed by a man in a church, that's kind of what Pussy Riot was doing in Russia, except without getting bummed by a man in a church. But you could take it to the next step. You could be the next Russian post-punk propaganda... Uh, activist group in many ways i am the pussy riot of games <laughs> or, or any vaginal disturbance really what would it be man pussy riot <laughs> pussy anus riot is it anus riot there you go bring it up again i didn't bring up my i just the, the word is allowed i would just prefer it to not become a meme <laughs> to just say anus to me it's too late though it's a meme now guys so, yeah, I can't talk about memes. God damn it! Why not? You we'll talk next week. People? We'll talk about memes next week. Okay, sure. I will talk about memes next week. It's yes, intense, we though. It sounds intense. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. dice. People want us to talk about dice. We didn't talk about how a dice guy said a dice. Yeah, demos actually statistically cause your games to sell less well. Is that a notable note? Did, were you guys surprised to hear that? I don't know. They've been saying for years, actually, that demos aren't that effective anymore. Mm. Despite the amount of people that get annoyed if there's no demo. Um, I, it's, uh, I forget who it was, but many years ago, I think back when I was in England starting out writing for Destructoid, some people were talking about how trade... I know it was more recent than that, but it was decided statistically that trailers are a lot more effective than demos. Um, mm. So that's a thing. Well, psychologically, uh, I think that when you get something for free, it does kind of devalue it a little bit in your mind, and you're like, well, you know, I don't have this up on a pedestal as much, which is good for the consumer. You don't want the consumer to be blinded by uh, putting a game on a pedestal that maybe doesn't deserve it. Uh, but also, you, it's very hard to make a demo that accurately represents what it's going to be like to, to buy the game. I, I played the Nino Kuni demo. It's like, I don't want to buy this. It's it's beautiful, but I don't like this combat system at all. Which but is a shame, because the Nino Kuni demo is very unrepresentative. Exactly. Exactly. It is very hard to make a demo that properly represents the, the game. Uh, and I've seen that fail a lot of different games. I, I hope that developers go for making a smaller version of their game that's independent of the whole game so you don't have to deal with all the constraints of just picking a part of your game that will make sense out of context you you build something from the ground up like they did with um dead rising 2 uh what was it called you reviewed it conrad the zero something uh case zero case zero that's it which did very well for capcom financially and also just it was a good value and it helped promote dead rising um I hope to see more developers go that route with demos, even if they have to charge a couple of bucks because it's original content. It would be worth it. Um, that's actually... Uh, Davey Reedon implied he might be doing something like that for the Stanley Parable HD. So that would be awesome. That's my thought on demos. Thanks, guys. You want to do more questions? I'm going to stop them. Yeah, let's do a, one or two more. Let's yeah? not spend oh. too long on them, though. Okay, very good. Um... This is another thing people have been talking about. Alex Brown asks, Thoughts on Rayman's Legends being delayed to September for a multi-console release? That's been... Wah, wah. 
lot of talk about that. A lot of strong feelings, it seems. Um, Jim, you, you've written some posts about it. Do you have any immediate thoughts off the top of your head? Well, the, was that? Sorry, I got distracted. Total Biscuit oh. tweeted the video I did on Aliens, Colonial Marines. Which Total Biscuit cool. did? Yeah. Oh, As, uh, nice. Yeah, I just got that notification in, and I was just sitting here preening my feathers. Oh, that's fun. Uh, there have been lots of good feedback on that video. Neo Gaff have been talking about it a little bit, and that's cool. I'm, I'm glad sorry. I did that video. I felt it was important. It's um, not easy to just, you, you must, I don't know if you're taking yourself for granted yet, I hope not, but to do what you do, to quickly sum up your thoughts, make them concise and entertaining, to continue to, to feed the viewer something entertaining and fun while still filling their head with actual thoughts they have to chew on, it's sometimes a lot of work to think, so you combine those things so well and so quickly, you're just like, gotta do one, and you just do it, and then everyone likes it, that's pretty awesome. And there's a downside to it, though. What? You think you think about how they made Solid Snake, or, ra- or rather Liquid Snake, uh, canonically, spoiler warning, uh, by cloning Big Boss, mm-hmm. and then giving all of the flawed recessive genes to one son, and all the dominant soldier genes to another, mm-hmm. to make the perfect soldier at the expense of another inferior, uh, broken child. Is that me? Podtoid, basically. <laughs> Podtoid is the Danny DeVito to the musicians <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, it, all right. It's necessary. This is where, if it wasn't for the podcast, all of that shit would bleed into everything but else. If, if, here we go. If we follow that line of logic to its conclusion, Podtoid wins. So you have to think mm-hmm. about that. That is true. Well, that's it's only about- afterwards that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that a mysterious Russian gunslinger is saying, turns out the partoid was the inferior one all along, <laughs> Mr. President. But people like all the stuff you do, even this show. People really like it. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's so nice. I, I, uh, anyway, um, Alex Brown asked, our thoughts on the Way- Rayman Legends being delayed? The Rayman Legends. Yeah, that was the question. What do you think? Got delayed till September. It's done for the Wii U. The developers are sad that it's not being released now. Rightfully so. Uh, but people are, are angry about it. And angry at Ubisoft and saying it was a, a bad decision. A lot of people are making lists, like 10 to 20 item lists on all the reasons it's a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Damned uh, if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah? Is the so, way I look at it. Okay. Um, I can't they, I think they are concerned about the install base on the Wii U and the likelihood of getting back their investment by only going Wii U. Mm-hmm. But you can't, there's no possible way anybody is going to care about a 360 PS3 port of Rayman Legends seven months after it's released on Wii U. Mm-hmm. It's over. You and know, and so the marketability market- and sales on that game will be, it, it would be like, why, bo- why bother doing it at all? Mm-hmm. So, so you have if, to do simultaneous release if you're going to do it at all. Absolutely. And if they, you know, are that concerned that the Wii U version on its own can't pull it, pull down the weight, and then to a considerable extent, I, I get that. I understand that concern a lot. Sure. And they've been burned before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those 
unfortunate situations where they're going to have a, a bad PR position to deal with no matter what decision they make. They made the decision that will ultimately earn them more profit. Seven months time, there will still be a small contingent of people who are fucking pissed off that they had to wait another seven months to play this game. Most of them will be over it and buy it and love the game because the game I, I expect is going to be great. Mm-hmm. If they, in the end of the day, if they come out with a great product, much of that will be forgiven, and it will be a success on three platforms. They will I've... calm down. I'm, I'm certain they will calm down once it gets time to play it because it's Rayman. I think it would be, it's, it's not a game you can hate. Mm. Rayman and Anger don't belong together for very long. And they're and, not mad at the developers. They and they're love not mad. The developers, so. No, yeah. and and I really appreciate. I think the developers have, have pulled a blinding move in in sort of coming out to support that side of it, and, and they want Rayman free. Um, well, and, and, and you know what? Credit to to Ubisoft because I mean they haven't swatted them down. You know they're smart enough to just let them do that and say, yeah, you know it's unfortunate. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, I mean it is still a disappointment. Yeah, and I is. still, I don't think they'd have personally um, lost by putting it out now, or, or in two weeks now, or, or whenever it was supposed to come out. I'd like to see it out then. Mm. Um, I wonder I, what would happen if they now said, fans, we listen to you, and we are not without the ability to admit our mistakes. We're going to release it now because you asked. You better buy it now, though. I wonder if that would actually... Uh, well, that's exactly how they'd end that expression, yeah. is now you'd better buy it. <laughs> and Ubisoft are actually very good at that. They will yes. use products to leverage others. They did that with They've Beyond Good and Evil They've been doing it with Beyond Good and Evil 2 for fucking yeah. ever. Buy oh. Beyond Good and Evil HD if you want this game that we already said was coming. Buy they, Rayman Origins yeah. if you want Beyond Good and Evil 2. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I got so pissed off at them when they pulled that with Rayman Origins, especially considering it launched on the same day as Halo... Um, I forget and if Orig- it was Halo HD or, or Halo and 4. Origins was a great game. Yeah. It's a great game. And it didn't deserve to have what a great game it was overshadowed by that kind of bullshit. Yeah, and it shouldn't have come out for $60, not because it's not worth it, but because just stop it with the $60, guys. Have tiered pricing in the console market space or fucking suffer. Mm. Yeah, and they did. It didn't sell too hard. It sold a little better on the Wii where it was 50 bucks, but... Um, I wonder if it would have been better for them to just say it's delayed and apologize, and then maybe, you know, what is it? I'm going to count backwards. September, August, July. Yes. Maybe in July say, oh, guess what? This is weird. Now it's coming out on the PS3 and the 362. That's pretty cool, eh, guys? Almost there. Yeah, I think if it had gone multi-platform without the delay, there wouldn't have been nearly the squawking. If the delay had been separated from it... it, And you know what? If they just delayed it, people would have been like, you know what? If they need time to work on it to make it perfect, I'm okay with that. That Mm -hmm. would have been the response. Mm -hmm. But instead, they felt like... Because it's so much about But they were offering transparency. This is what transparency gets you. Uh-huh. Not not good. Not good. Everybody wants these companies to be transparent and tell us what they're doing, but this is what happens when you're honest. Indeed. So learn your lesson, Ubisoft. Lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Husky, Husky Hog. He's back. Oh, He's a, our video guy forever. That Destructoid. I don't... Whatever happened to him? He's asking us on Podtoid. Whatever happened to that Husky Hog kid? 
I liked him. He's talking about himself. I don't know what happened to you. I wish you were around. You went to work for video game developers, I thought. You should come back. Destructoid. Husky. I oh, like and Husky. Then, yeah. He's a, he's a wonderful man. I, I didn't know how much we'd get along when I first met him, because he's uh, a legend in Destructoid world. But he's so personable and, and easygoing and charitable socially and otherwise. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh and Charlish, who I've been talking about like all episode, are listening. And they ask me, how much can I love you? <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's for me. Maybe it's for all of us. You can love us a lot. You can do whatever you want. Be great. Just, you know, don't be upset if I don't like it all the time. That's all, guys. Uh, Podcastle question from Owen Reed. Is Podcastle really returning for a one-off special? I'm genuinely excited at the prospect. Is that happening, Jim? Um, well, I spoke with, with Lauren and, and, and John today on Twitter about it. That's obviously where he's getting it from. It's I. We didn't certify it. We didn't set it in stone, but everyone seems open to it. So at some point... It looks like it's it's no one's averse to it, so I see no reason why it's not going to happen. It's mm. just a matter of, of getting us sort of motivated to do it. So I would say, I wouldn't say, oh, it's definitely coming out tomorrow or something, but it seems like it's something that will happen when the planets align. Is there anything in particular you want to talk to them about? Um, I think John was up for just, like, throwing open a load of questions and things. And I'll probably huh. ask them how they've been going, because obviously we're all in very different places right now. Sure. Um, sure. I haven't kept up yeah. with, with John. John's actually um, out of writing about games uh, huh? completely. He's focusing on um, it's it's it involves roller skates. Great. Uh, like roller derby type stuff, um, huh. which apparently he's doing really well at. So that's nice. I'm happy for him. We we stopped talking a long time. We had a bit of a a, a couple of fallings out over just silly internet arguments over just, just shitty video game stuff um which Not related then it's got a bit point uh, got a bit personal for some reason anus? um not anus okay <laughs> and, and we just stopped talking for a while um but it's i'm glad that he's doing really well i like war drugs uh, sorry john he doesn't call himself war drugs anymore oh so, um, and uh for people yeah. who don't know this was your first podtoid podcast right Podcastle? Podcastle, yeah. It was it your was, first Podtoid. It I wasn't mean, Podtoid. first Detoid podcast. Yeah, yeah it was a, I mean, I'd actually guested on Podtoid a few times before that, but uh, an actual podcast that was hosted by myself was... It was like the British podcast, because I was in Britain at the time, and obviously Lauren and, and John still are. So we did a little British-themed podcast, and it was supposed to be just about British stuff, and then, you know, quickly just turned into screaming and shouting. And that the, went on for yeah. some time. So it was like Parliament. Yeah, yeah, very much like Parliament. Well, I guess that, uh, you want more question? Let's do Are one you, more. One more? Uh, do we need a new PS3 and a Xbox 360 right now? Asks Rip Skate Destroy, which is such a good name. Mm. Um, Maslow tells me that there are seven major needs. Um, <laughs> and Maslow's I, hierarchy of needs, yeah. And, and, and I think uh, entertainment falls in somewhere like around the sixth in terms of importance. <laughs> uh, so 
I'm going to go with no. But well, it's pretty. It's interesting that the Wii was uh, lost favor with third parties very badly in its last year and a half, two years or so. They put out some great first party stuff at the end, a couple of Kirby games, Donkey Kong, that kind of thing. But they, even they kind of got sick of it. Then they put out the Wii U when they really needed it, and the the reception has been medium, I would say. Whereas uh, Xbox 360 is selling just as well as ever. They don't really. They're not in a position to to want to stop the Xbox momentum, but I can imagine they'd want to try to to strike while the iron is hot and release something that capitalizes on how people love the brand right now. But but do they I, run the risk of uh, kind of shooting themselves in the foot by doing that? I guess I just don't understand who really wants new consoles. People really do. Bad. I, They're I so excited about it. It I guess, makes but I mean, it's like, is it, is it the consumer that wants the new console most? Is it the developers that want the new consoles most? Because I would think that as a developer, you know, yes, okay, there's more power, which of course does offer more potential and possibilities. But at this point, we have these things that I think we're not even still fully exploring the capability of. And we have so many ideas and so much investment, and it would be so much more expensive to develop on the level of this new scale. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be hesitant to want to jump into another generation, particularly with the economy at the level that it's at. Sure. Uh, things are starting to recover, but I don't foresee people running out and spending $400 on a new console. The pricing is going to have to be great on those. It's just, it scares the shit out of me. So if it's just mm-hmm. the consumer that's into it, how dumb are we? <laughs> Well, there's the there is a feeling that people know they like. They haven't necessarily thought about it, but that feeling of when bringing home a new video game console, hooking it up, seeing something you've never seen before, and being amazed at how great it is to be alive and have it in your house. God, so good. People want that feeling. I don't know if I'm going to get that feeling from. Do people forget the crushing disappointment that comes a week later? Like every fucking time. When you've already played all the good games for it, and you're like, oh, I don't really know. What now, to do what do I do with this thing for six months? <laughs> they, some of them. I mean, we are old. I'm very old, but even Jim is not. Uh, he's no spring chicken. You are a veteran of this world now, Jim Sterling. I'm Peter so Pan. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> there's we we can't necessarily relate with the. 13-year-old who's only had one video game console before that was just a hand-me-down from his brother who got sick of it because he went to college, so he was lucky enough to get a Nintendo 64 in 2012, you know? Okay, and he's here, thinking, here, I'm going to finally get a new console, yeah! Here's what I'm going to tell you about the experience. You remember the great joy and wonder that you felt the day that you got that hand-me-down console and you got to have that and that was yours. Okay, realize that that thing had been out for a long fucking time and established itself with quality content prior to that. Don't be dumb. Take your time. <laughs> You're on fire today, Conrad. You're telling Look, everybody I, every, what's every up. Con- I, I, I get to write this crap off. Mm. So it's not so painful for me that the only thing I do on my Wii U is Miiverse. Miiverse. I bought a machine for Miiverse. But that's going to get written off on my taxes. It's not, you know, it doesn't affect me. It hurts you. 
give it six months and make sure it's what you want. Mm, sure. The, the games industry, the manufacturers are like, oh, fuck no, don't say that. Please, God, buy it. Because that's what gives the indication to the third parties that, you know, this is a platform worth supporting and putting games out on. But I'm sorry. We're just going to have to take it on some faith somewhere. Sure. Whatever. And I'm I'd... sick of the consumer being the one required to take the faith. i got a gaming PC. I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. That's the way I look at it. Like, yeah. I get... The more fearful I get about the console market, and the more... I, I get like this with every, um, you know, new system or, or gadget that comes out. I get the kind of fear of the unknown that I think any human gets. And especially now, because the console market is such just, just a mess. It's a mess. And I get stuff through the grapevine from developers who obviously wouldn't want their name shared, um, who agree that it's a disaster. It's The budget is ridiculous. Development costs are bloated. When they say they need games to sell five million to fucking survive, they mean it. It's a disaster. And then I just look at my PC uh, gaming rig and laugh. Laugh, laugh. Because it's going to well, be all right. System Shock 2's out tomorrow. Fuck everything else. <laughs> On uh, good old games? Yeah. That's fun. Uh, it doesn't make sense, the, the way the console market is. We don't have three different DVD players to play DVDs from different manufacturers you know mm. you can watch a blu-ray in any blu-ray player you don't have to just watch it in a in a ps3 and that's the way computers are pc gaming makes sense console gaming is an archaic system which is also part of my 40 year old virgin sequel pitch crap it's tempting to talk about it it'll, it'll have to wait for either next week or the week after um that's the willem dafoe movie are you guys following florida man florida man yeah, no. at underscore Florida man, one word. You've got to do it. It's the best Twitter account ever, and I don't often say that. It is real life headlines about the world's worst superhero, Florida man, oh. um, such as Florida man arrested while sunbathing, holding what does that say? Holding a rubber penis, naked. Yeah, he was naked holding a rubber penis. Uh, Florida man attacks police canine with mop. Florida man found by police exposing sexual organs in the middle of the road issued citation for obstructing traffic. <laughs> Florida man arrested for driving while masturbating with toy gun up his ass. These just keep coming. Florida man is amazing. Did you follow Florida man? I'm going to check that out. Um, there was there was one Podtroid question that I, I feel obligated. To... How do you even know about it? Uh, what? Like I can't look at Twitter? You do look <laughs> at my tweeters too? It's no, I have a I have a um, a filter set up on Twitter for Podtoid. Anybody, anytime someone says Podtoid, I see it. You and your computers. And Sam Dog asks, does the Podtoid gang have any board games they would like to see made into a video game? Fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck yes. Ooh. What game? What Robo Rally. Game? Robo Rally is a fantastic uh, board game. It's it's asynchronous play already because you plan out your five action move and everyone reveals simultaneously and all the actions are carried out simultaneously so it's ideal for the facebook um or the ios platform or android um and 
it, it, you know, it's a pain in the ass to set up and tear down, and the games can be very long, but you put it on a platform like Facebook or, or on iOS and something that can just be, oh, okay, everyone's made their move. You watch it, and then you plan out your next move. Uh, no setup, no tear down, and you can spread a game out, out over a week or whatever. Fuck, sign me up. And I've, I've tweeted Wizards of the Coast about this several times. They, sh- they they own it. It's a Richard Garfield game. It was made by the guy who uh, made Magic the Gathering. Who oh, created wow. that. Yeah, oh. It was the game he published before. Like I think Great Del Moody, then Robo Rally, and then um, uh, Magic yeah, came Magic? along. Uh, what happens so, in Robo Rally? Uh, you play as, you assume the roles of the super genius AIs that control a factory. Mm. And because you're so bored at night when the factory is shut down, you take the innocent robots that perform tasks around the, the factory and force them into a life-or-death race uh, through the hazardous floor of the, of the factory. And so the, the way the game is structured, it's t- these tiles of uh, 10 by 10 squares uh, that make up the boards. And you can make as big or as small of a game as you want positioning up to, you know, 6, even 12 if you have all the expansions. There's, I think, 24 different boards for the original game. Um, and I've long said that this needed to be ma- uh, made digital and, you know, have a map editor. It's, it, it would be something very inexpensive to produce. Uh, you could release it very easily. And, and I think that the audience for it could be really spectacular because it's a solid game that people just might not have heard of yet or had an opportunity to play. It could be great. Yeah, sounds like a, a lot of potential without too much... I mean, in terms of design, it's already done. Game's already made. Yeah. yeah. It's a great idea. I hope someone listening makes it. Heidi, hi, hi. Yeah. Florida Man. Florida Man. Florida, Florida. Man makes Robo Rally for iOS. <laughs> Florida Man calls 911 when denied entrance to strip club with his cat. <laughs> it's a Florida Man's awesome. Now I'm going to check that out. Yeah, um, I, I must become more yeah. familiar. Yeah. Um, to answer that question briefly, though, Atmosphere. Oh, yes. you've got one too? Board game? Just Atmosphere. I'd love to see that as a video game. Well, the, the thing that was great, because before Atmosphere was Nightmare, and that had the VHS tapes, and it was like you know all of those other uh, VHS tapes where it was going to be the same sequence every time you ran it. Yeah. Uh, and the DVD version then allowed, because of the technology, allowed you to jump around a little more. But to have it just operate entirely independently and offer a more random scenario than that, Atmosphere could be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay, let's get this wrapped up. And, and you know what? It's trouble. worth it for you don't know Jack, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, very true. That's not a video game, no? Yeah, well, yeah. it was always a video game, but it's that kind of style of game. That's mm-hmm. what Atmosphere really ultimately is. It's the same structure, except you've got a board in Atmosphere that you move pieces around on. Oh, cool. I've never played it. Time to wrap up. Jonathan, what are you doing this week? Florida man attacks three women with sword and peanut butter sandwich. Son of a bitch. (laughs) That's really funny. I am doing subholms. Yes, I am. (laughs) And I think I know who the guest is, but I'm going to look it up just in case because I feel a little self-conscious. Just in case I'm wrong, I will plug last week's subholms, which was... A Podtoid-friendly episode of Sup Holmes. Let's face it, guys. You say you like me, and you mean it. You're not lying. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. But when I say, hey, I'm going to talk to a video game developer that you probably have never heard of for an hour and a half, you think, ah, tell me about it later, Holmes. I don't think I can make it. So you don't necessarily listen to Sup, Holmes. That's, I don't take that personally. Not everything is well, You almost went John Blow on us there. I did? What does he do? Says that you're wrong if you don't pay attention <laughs> to the certain things. I like the way he is now. I didn't always, but uh, he's just crazed with love of video games. Crazed. Anyway, this last uh, Subholms, this was designed for, for people who've only heard me on Podtoid. I want to see what this Subholms thing is all about. It's perfect for you. Oh my goodness. We had Matthew Walden on the show, and he has the weirdest life ever. It's like one of your ideas, Jim, except it's just it, his life. It was life. pretty amazing. Yeah. Conrad, feel free to, to share about it. If you uh, it's getting shot at and religious cults and, I mean, just all sorts of... Uh, I did not... I, 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 I never once disbelieved. No. Yet the whole time I'm sitting there thinking this can't be real. So. Yeah. Uh, men were scaling the walls of his house when he lived in a uh, non-functioning volcano at the time. He lived in a volcano as a boy, and for whatever reason, men ended up scaling the walls of his house with like knives in their teeth, like pirates. And that's just the, the start. And we also had very interesting discussions of violent video games and how they've affected him for the better in his life, uh, because he's been through a lot. He's uh, diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, and he's used video games to cope with those symptoms for many years. Uh, and it was very insightful. He's written for um, G4. He's done a lot with his life. He's a story editor on LA Inc. Pretty neat. Pretty neat guy. So check that out. Is that on the, uh, the iTunes as well? It's on the YouTube and the iTunes right now. Oh, good. I will do a post for it right afterwards. And I can't find... The Subholmes Google Doc, Conrad, so I can see who's definitely on the show. Well, I suppose then, since I know exactly how you to get to it... You are the smart one in the family. I, oh, I'm, uh-oh. We are fucked, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty smart, though. Yeah, this if you can look that up. Screwed. No, this week, uh, you have Miles Tillman and Rich Grilotti from Pixel Jam. That's a good thing you looked Mix- it up, because I thought Potato I had Man Glor- spot. Yeah, that's great. They are guys. I love yeah. them. Check out cool. their games. Yeah, they're, uh, you can play their games right now, actually. There's tons of them. You can buy a bundle of Pixel Jam games at pixeljam.com, I believe. So, yeah, watch that this Sunday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. And uh, check out the rerun later if you don't make it. That's okay. Oh, and Subholmes is coming. No, not Subholmes. The other one. Teenage Pokemon, Saturday. Pretty sure it's coming back this Saturday with an episode that... Ugh, I don't know what's going to happen. It's longer. It's going to enrage some people by accident. It's about Pokemon a lot more, and it's about the way people talk about video games a lot more. So we'll see how that goes this Saturday. It'll be on Destructoid. I'll post it on there. Uh, good luck, me. Good luck. Good luck, Jonathan. Yeah, please don't fail. How about you, Jim? Don't what fail. are you doing? Don't fail? Okay. Don't fail. <laughs> <laughs> it's encouraging. Thank you. I won't um, Let's see. Well, obviously, there's the Aliens Colonial Marines review on Destructor.com. Read that. It's... 
It is one of the saddest reviews I've ever written. Very crushing. It was incredibly depressing to read. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do, do read that if you want. Uh, also did a little uh, editorial on Destructoid today called, if I can remember the title, it was somewhat lengthy. Um, it was phrased as a question. It was, horror games can't fly in the $60 retail market. Publishers won't let them. Uh, and that's about um, largely a response to what Cliff Blazinski said earlier uh, this week about how the horror, uh, horror games don't work in the $60 retail space. And um, my arguing that by saying that they only don't work because of the unrealistic expectations publishers have now, where they believe success means five million sold, when it mm. could mean a lot of different things. Um, we talked about this before. Demon Souls obviously is a success because they had realistic goals. Um, people were actually really happy about no more hero sales figures, despite it not being that impressive, because they had realistic goals. Sure. Um, so that's what that editorial was about. Uh, over on escapistmagazine.com, I've actually had three videos go up, or, or will do. Uh, first is Jimquisition, called Companies Exist to Make Money, which was a continuation of an article I wrote on Gamefront, which argues against this idea that you can justify anything a publisher does with they exist to make money. Um, I also did an emergency extra Jimquisition this week. Um, it's up right now. Um, that is called a... Well, we, we mentioned it earlier. It's called A. Lions Colonial Marines, which is me going through the 10-minute demo that Gearbox put out and showed everyone at PAX and E3 and on the internet. Um, and I talk over Randy Pitchford's um, narration and just point out all the stuff in that demo that is 100% not representative of the final product, which is almost entirely all of it. And that's, that's all the stuff I've done worth talking about. Um, what can we expect from you, Conrad? Uh, well, I am uh, actually just got an email from the guy who's editing Office Chat, and he says that it might be ready this time. So, hey, you know, we might have that up later today. I don't know. It's been difficult this <laughs> week. It's just been a bad week. Uh, but Sly Cooper review went up. People seem to... Nobody was uh, upset. Nobody, nobody got upset at my 7 out of 10, hey, it's a Sly Cooper game review. So, um, no, fine game, a lot of fun. Didn't have any problems with that. Doesn't, you know, push the envelope or any, you know, innovate in any real way. But uh, you can go read about that over on Destructoid. And this weekend, Saturday morning hangover with uh, Jordan DeVore and myself and my lovely wife. And we're going to play Xbox Live Indie Games and go check out the Willem Dafoe Meverse community and uh, play something else. Maybe foosball. I'm Whoa. not sure. For Rizzle? For Rizzle, there's a foosball game for PlayStation 3. Oh, it's 3. a video game. Okay. Well, yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Well, my wife was bragging about her foosball skills. Um, Aww. Yeah. And and so it's always really funny to let her brag about something and then make her do it. <laughs> I hate it when that happens to me. It's really unfortunate, but it does teach a valuable lesson in how much you should really puff up your abilities. Nice. Um, so that's going to happen this Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific uh, at uh, Detroit.tv. And, um, and then before the next episode of Podtoid, I guess the Revengeance review will be up. Um, I think that's next week, right? That's next exciting. Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. So that'll be up. Uh, I'll have that. Have it, you already written it? Almost. Have you played it, the whole thing? 
Yeah, I'm finished. Oh, cool, man. Um, I have. I mean, I'm gonna replay some stuff, but yeah, I have finished the campaign. I'm pretty. I'm getting pretty excited for that. Suddenly, it's, like I would love to talk home. about Ooh. it, and 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 next week on Podtoid, we can talk all about it. I have there. I have things to say. I have things to say that I don't know how I would fit into the review. So I've lots lots of thoughts about it. Perfect. So, anyway, that's pretty much it for me, I think. Um, oh, and uh, hopefully a new video series uh, starting this coming Monday. Uh, Whoa, so, really? Yeah. yeah. What's it called? It's, it's a, uh, a video incarnation of a feature we, we've done for a long time. It's, it's the question. You know, it's where we get... But I'm, you know, I want to get as many of the uh, staff and, and writers and so forth to get together and just get on a video and lay it out there and just explain what it is, and then we don't have to do a whole lot of writing. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, hey, let's take all of the effort out of this. Sounds and good. And let people see our smiling faces. So I will do whatever you want. I know. You see, <laughs> see, Jim, that's how you do that. That's how you do that. I still think I'm going to have more success if I just play the long game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not desirable. Never failed me. May, might I add? My seduction technique has never failed. You should seduce someone who's worth <laughs> seducing, dog. I am not worth it. I'm a sort of soft, hairy, bald, old... I could have any other man. I choose you. <laughs> well, it is very flattering. Thank you. Uh, that's about it. That, that wraps it up for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus Christ, thank you for listening, as always, to this, what is going to be a long one. Um, all that remains to be said is goodbye from me, and, and goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.